taking back the night on uh, coming up here on the, tomorrow. From We're starting on the 31st, and we're going to go through the night. Everybody's going through the night, past the witching hour at least. And the whole idea is to turn this event, which is literally celebrated by the darkest of dark, those that enjoy the pain that they can deliver and the, the suffering that they can relish in, for their, for their power that they acclaim here on earth. And we're literally turning this into a night of life, a night of love, a night of deliverance, and a night of celebration of victory with the Lord. And so we've, we, we started this whole idea, which was simply to, for us to come together and to make a decision that, and this was a decision that, or a discussion that happened between Leah, Michelle, and I, was that we need to have a prayer call before we get into that event to try to set the stage so that we incorporate and include as many people as possible to understand, you know, this is a big event. We're we're going into some, I mean, people take Halloween very much for granted. And unfortunately, it's not something to take for granted at all. It's one of the big power levers that they get for the entire year. And they use this as a way to springboard and to create so many dark events throughout the year. And this is a the it's the one of the peak areas of child sacrifice, of child sex trafficking. And we not only do we take it, do we ignore it too often, but worse yet, people celebrate it alongside, even thinking when they don't want to celebrate it, they celebrate it. So the idea is to make a pivot and to and to quote what Leah said the other day on their show, to start it this year so that next year our entire month of October becomes a month of Thanksgiving not mm. a month of the darkness. So we're setting the stage and we're studying the conditions for a great success this year and going forward. And literally, I think what's most important coming out of Bards Fest, coming out of Isaiah 61 and all the work that all of us have been doing is the understanding that we're on the march now towards victory. This is We're working from victory and we're not sitting here anymore trying to find victory. That's one of the most pathetic aspects of the pulpit that makes me sick and what makes me want to throw up is literally when I steer, hear people start talking about this, somehow we're, we are defeated and it's always a defeated pulpit thing. Like we have to wait somehow for Jesus to come. Jesus died on the cross and gave us victory. Now we have to work our tail off to bring victory into the world. And so this is literally a, a pivot here in the war. And we feel it. God's put it on our heart. And we're, we're fearless at it. And we want you to be part of it. We want you to join in that space to be part of the victory march, to understand that it is on us now to start taking using our authorities in, 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 that are given to us to wage that war spiritually and to bring that spiritual victory into the world and to start taking back this kingdom, which is kingdom here on earth. And, and just so I add this a little bit so we get some context, which is a revelation that God gave me last night, which was stunning. And in fairness, it came right as I was listening to Michelle and Leah discuss this insanity that's going on in, in the Middle East, which it is insane. That's a complete clown show going on over there. And we will avoid that rabbit hole tonight. But for those of you that are citing, step back and just put your heart into Jesus and focus there and stay out of the ridiculous political nonsense that's going on over there. But here's what's interesting. God is, Christ gave us a victory on the cross to bring kingdom to earth. And that is centered on love and the releasing from the flesh. And isn't it interesting that everything that Satan is trying to do and to corrupt and to mock and to mimic is to give people a sense of victory through sacrifice and pain to acquire material wealth and, and nonsense that won't take you can't take into the other world. 
So we're seeing how Satan is is mocking God and his very actions. To, and this is why people get wrapped in it, because they fail to understand the glory of what is in, in the spirit and in what, what heaven brings to us. Instead, they get anchored into the flesh and they get consumed into the flesh. And literally by Romans 8, you die in the flesh. Mm -hmm. So this is a really important point right now that we are all standing here in agreement for what these next few days will be. And it's, it, it, the center point of this as well is an issue that's going on in Ohio, which is measure one, I believe. And one, I say, yeah. okay. And, and why this is so important is this is, this is literally Satan taking the throne in the constitution of a state to where you're going to ultimately through what they're calling reproductive rights, going to legalize everything for a child to have their gender changed, to have abortions and to legalize pedophilia so that those in the elite class, which they are a pedivore class let's be clear they are a pedivore class that are now changing the laws so they can be protected as they are revealed into the public so we stand united across this nation with everything that's going on at, to prevent measure one from passing and as and equally we are also standing united to cast out this darkness to, to put put a break the ties and hopefully rupture the bonds that are made with witchcraft and demonic activities through the night, which happen all over the place and do something even greater is to bring as many people to prayer as possible through the witching hour at night, which we did at Bards Fest as well to stand through the witching hour, which of those of you who don't understand, that's the hour after they do their sacrifices that the demons go out and do their thing. And this is where we stand in the gap together. We hold arm to arm and we say no more. That's it. And we can do so because God gave us those authorities. We have the authorities here on earth to do just that. And we can proclaim victory. Christ gave that to us on the cross and bring victory and leave the demons and all the other darkness in, and lead it to the light and load, literally bring life back into days that we have somehow miserably accepted to be a, a days of darkness. And that can be no more. We that, walk in the light. That is so, like, Scott, you just kind of summed it up. Right. You could almost like start praying now, but I want to bring in Pastor Neil because um, this actually, you, Scott, you were going to do a little something with CJ and, and her husband, and you guys were going to do a little prayer thing. and uh, like, an, uh, like a call on Bards FM. We had just, like late, a, God just like slammed uh, Michelle and I, and we said, you guys need to do something for, for issue one. You need to pray. And so we got on a, you know, we little texted, Hey, Neil, can we use your church again? Hey, uh, no, it wasn't like that. It was like, Neil, we need, Neil's like, we need to have revival. And I said, do we have to have a reason for revival? And Neil's like, no, I actually think he did text us first. Did you text us first, Neil? I don't remember. I think we all have a ongoing group thread that just kind of never stops. <laughs> you know, we might take months off, but it's so true. It's so true. So anyway, so we were like, uh, what day are we going to do this on? And his wife, beautiful wife, Katie, was like, you know, there is Halloween. And we were kind of like, yeah, there's there's that. And so and I was like, well, we were already planning on joining with Scott and CJ on their thing. So I immediately we prayed about it because we, we, Neil and, and Liam and Katie and I decided it's not for us to choose a night. It's for us to figure out what night it's supposed to be on. And we figured out that God had intended it for, for it to be tomorrow night. So I messaged Scott immediately and I was like, hold the phone on the, the late night live stream y'all are going to do. Just, I'm going to tell you something. And so it just has exploded from there. Now we've got Brian and Alicia coming from Glad Tidings Church and CJ and Rick coming from Glad Tidings. Meanwhile, Glad Tidings is going to be doing an event on in, in California. And, and this is what I want to encourage you guys tonight as we're praying. Think about this. You all can do this. Yeah. 
It doesn't, even if you can't come to our events, which you should, or tune in live, mm-hmm. have like a party, not really a party, but whatever, have a gathering of people and tune into the live streams. Yeah. And so, start praying with yeah. us. So before we, before we start praying, I want to just kind of open up the, uh, the microphone here for everybody to just pump through what God has on your heart for right now in this season. Uh, I'm going to start with you, Pastor Neil. Well, Scott, thank you for that beautiful introduction. I think it is so imperative that we understand as spiritual people that have been born again into the spirit that the flesh is not only no good to God, but it's enmity. The Mm. flesh is enmity to God, Uh, that war from the spirit into the flesh. And, you know, I was horrified because a local church just a couple hours ago, they they did not stop at trunk or treat as if that's bad enough, but they took their sanctuary and they turned it into a complete like trick or treat inside the sanctuary. And I mean, you're anything went, I mean, witches, goblins, I I kid you not like right here in town in the Dayton area. Oh my. And there is a blindness, you know, in my knee jerk reaction is to be upset with the church. And maybe there's a place for that. But I have the same reaction. <laughs> Satan going. has blinded the eyes yes. of, 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 the, of, of the, his, the children of this world. And so we have to understand that, you know, we have to take out our anger in the right form, <laughs> which is reaction. through spiritual warfare. Yes. And, and it's, it's not going to work, you know, blowing up Facebook and telling them what idiots and, <laughs> And just how Neil's spiritually blinded right to you they right are. Now. You're the only Leah, person I'm preaching in the room. at you. It has to come through the spirit. And so when we get off social media, right, use the platform for as the Lord leads you. But we get off social media and we begin to learn intercession and supplication and spiritual warfare. And we begin to come, come together with the saints of God. You, just a few uh, can send a thousand to flight, Boom. right? And 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 uh, help me with the verse. Um, one of us can send a thousand to flight. Two of us can send legions for ten thousand. And a three chord strand is not easily broken. Easily broken. And so right now, I think it's so important. The Lord gave me this word. I shared it at Bard's Fest too, but I've been just just over and over. The Lord is not raising up in this season mega churches. He's raising up mighty churches. Oh! And of course, the church is the body. It's the ecclesia. And so, you know, 2, 4, 10, 20, 50. It, the, let's stop looking at how many numbers we have and let's just lock arms yeah. and do this. And the, and the Holy Spirit's pouring out. And so, you know, what's going to happen tomorrow night? We've on several occasions said since I've been pastoring at Harvest We've done, you know, midnight, 2 a.m. on Halloween. So we, we took last year off. So this was just divine appointment. <laughs> but we need to lock arms and understand that there is a great spiritual force that we can release. Mm. But it's going to take work. The mm. Lord never said it wasn't going to be easy. He just right said now. it's, it's going to be. He, it's like <laughs> the gospel. The gospel is, is simple, but it's not easy, right? It takes mm. work. And so you know what? The, the harvest is plenty. The laborers are few. Laborers work. So it's time to get to work. It's time to get to work in the right things. And this is the right thing. So I appreciate to be a part of this uh, great prayer, intercession, and night of freedom and deliverance. 
So I got my own personal sermon tonight. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I love you, ladies. Pastor deliverance on me tonight. Uh, hey, Pastor Devin East, you're right there in the middle. Uh, God, does God have something on your heart for tonight? Yes, and Pastor Neil, you are on it. We are the <laughs> ecclesia of God. We are the ecclesia. We are the called out ones. We are the ones that are together to discuss the affairs of our king and his kingdom. And there are some things that have been taken by the enemy that we have allowed the enemy to take. And October 31st is such a date. Mm. And so now it's time for us to reclaim and to govern what God has required us to govern. Yeah. Too long we've sat along on the sidelines and accepted things that the world has said and accepted these holidays that are <laughs> that do not please the Lord, that are against who he is, against who his what his character is. Mm. But in the in the mindset of just trying to get along and try to make things good for our kids, we've opened a gateway to the enemy. We're supposed to be the gatekeepers. We're supposed to be the ones keeping the enemy out. And literally we're opening the doors and it's time for us to shut some gates. It's time for us to get on the wall. It's time for us to sound the trumpet and to be who God has called us to be. It's about his kingdom. We cannot stand by any longer. If you have not asked Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, what is your heart toward this holiday or any other holiday Mm. or any other vote that you have to make? What is your heart? If you have not asked Holy Spirit, ask him. Don't leave the Holy Spirit on the pews. Don't leave the Holy Spirit there, then go back and try to retrieve it. Holy Spirit is supposed to be in you. Holy Spirit is the giver of that wisdom, God's mind. And we have to pray for God's heart and God's mind Mm. toward all of these things. Halloween, all the other holidays, this big issue one here in Ohio, we've got to ask Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us. But then we have to do something. It requires action because faith without works is dead. So if we know the truth and don't do anything about the truth, we know that truth falls on just falls to the ground. It's time for us to pick some things up and go and charge and take control of our king's kingdom and be where we're supposed to be and be positioned, be positioned to do the work and to be his mouthpiece. And that's what we're here to do tonight. So thank you all for allowing me to be a part of the platform. This is not fair. I am stuck Hold in with an earbud and I cannot get up and start like running. <laughs> All right, so let me let me just say something real quick because for those of you that don't know Pastor Devonese, she was she was the blessing that walked into Bard's Fest that God led her to come in an event that she wasn't really sure about, but we gained so much. We gained a woman that brought the passion of of the Lord and a heart just for kingdom and showed her love on that stage, unscheduled as the Lord does. And we are so blessed to have you there, Pastor Devonese, and such an honor to have you here tonight. So thank you very much. I want to call her like General Devonese. She's like one of God's generals, just walked right in. And you just know when one of God's generals walk right in, you kind of make sure that your shirt's yeah, like, tucked in, your, your shoulders right. are back. You're just like, and you just salute because you're just like, oh, somebody with authority just walked in the building. Because I her see last that, name I is see. Her- her last name is Ball, so it's she's Fireball. She's a Fireball! I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take that. Amen. I'm humble. Thank you. 
<laughs> oh, that's awesome. Okay, so our next fireballs in the house who just like cast out demons in their sleep while they're brushing their teeth, while they're in their that's shower. That's so stinking true. Uh, Brian and Alicia, what, what does God have on uh, your hearts, this uh, magnificent duo? Ladies first. You know, one of the things that um, the Lord has been quickening to me is that there are so many people who are being tricked into participating in what happens on Halloween night. Mm -hmm. And so my heart is for God to reveal truth to them. That's what I'm going to be praying for mm -hmm. the children and the parents as well, because everybody wants to have fun. Everybody wants to celebrate. Everybody wants to have a reason to get together and to love on each other and just have fun. But the enemy has taken what is truly the wickedest day of the year and turned it into something that even little children are participating in and they have no idea what they're getting themselves into they're carving out pumpkins inviting spirits to their homes they're participating in things and they are completely duped and so what is on my heart is for god to reveal the truth of what this day is, what it stands for, what they're truly celebrating for him to speak truth into them so they can make a, a an educated decision to step away from this wicked night. Mm. Come on. So good. <clears throat> Neil, what you said was so true when you said that the children are deceived, but that's only part of the message. The adults have been deceived even further so if you look at the extremity and the extremes that adults go to to wear these mm. disgusting macabre costumes, mm. we've been duped for over 100 years. We've fallen into what is a celebration, which is a celebration of death. Yeah. And end of story. There's no getting around that. Sawin mm. is the spirit of death. That is the celebration. And we as a church have been asleep for so long, like Ebony said. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry. And it, she's right. It's time to wake up and not only ourselves, but to wake up the churches around us. We've been sleeping for so long. Hence the reason all the abortions that are happening. I mean, mm -hmm. the list goes on and on and on of what we have let happen as a church body. And it, we're sorry. Oh, go ahead. We're <laughs> so afraid of hurting people's feelings mm -hmm. that we have lost our fire. We have lost the ability to stand our ground and to say, this is not right. I'm not putting a pumpkin on my porch. I'm not putting a bowl of candy at my front door. I'm not allowing you to walk onto my property wearing these costumes and celebrating the day of death, Come the on. night of we're not doing that anymore. And so if any of us were going to participate in any way, we should be standing on our front porch and trying to explain to people what this day is all about so they can be educated as well, because they're opening doors to the spirit realm that they don't understand, even in their children. And it there, there, there will be consequences for it. They think that it's all fun, but the enemy knows that it isn't. The enemy knows that they are making contracts in the spirit realm and there will be consequences of those contracts that they're making and it's it's really sad so can can you guys hit on what pastor dave said that anton levi said about the night of halloween and the church mm. yeah he he's happy that we celebrate satan at least one day a year 
Yeah, he said that he is thankful that Christians at least allow their children to glorify Satan one night a year. That's powerful. So, um, Rick, you and your wife, CJ, have um, firsthand knowledge of what goes on on Halloween and the ramifications of what happens. Um, CJ being a victim of a survivor, a survivor. Thank you. A survivor of of SRA, an overcomer, overcomer. Awesome. So, so Rick, what does God have on your heart tonight to tell people? You know, this started um, because of CJ's journey, our journey, really. You know, I, um, yeah, I've been a pastor almost 40 years, went through the traditional training in Bible college, you know, but never really learned the depths of the evil. And then uh, when I met CJ and we started working together and uh, walking through her healing, um, I was completely blown away. Mm. You know, I had, I couldn't even imagine the level of evil and darkness that not only she had experienced, but that people go through. And so, you know, for, uh, for CJ, it's been this really wonderful five-year journey of God completely healing and transforming her from, and I didn't mean to correct you, but yeah, at one point it was, she was saying I'm a survivor, but now she says I'm an overcomer. I love that. Of no, SR. That's good. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. it's not just she's she really feels like I'm not just surviving now. Yeah. I, I was correcting the victim right? to survivor that's, and you corrected survivor that's, that's to totally overcome. Fine. And I love it. Yep. Totally fine. But she would do the same thing. <laughs> she would tell you. So as we were going through and getting ready for this Halloween, um, you know, she of course her heart just started breaking because she has firsthand lived through what children are going through. And um you know, she just, there were times where she just would eke out. We just have to gather and pray. And so that was the, the uh, impetus for us. We just were going to gather and pray for these kids. And um, I think, Scott, it was on your show here in the last month that uh, somebody was on and said that we're like 40,000 children disappearing a month mm. in the United States. So, you know, the the number is gigantic. And Again, not to talk about and glorify the things that have gone on, but it is it's worse than we can imagine. So could, and, you, uh, could you tell people because some people are still like, hey, guys, people don't really worship Satan on Halloween. These things don't really happen. There's no sacrifices. Can you talk to people about that? Absolutely. Yeah, I, mean, I could talk to the rest of the, the hour about that. Um, you know, uh, CJ, we, we wrote her story here in the last year and it's getting ready to go out um <clears throat> there were times as, as i was writing her story that i had to stop and i would say for i, I would just need a couple weeks off because i couldn't handle but um you know there was there's absolutely sex magic where they are taking babies and they are raping them and every hole on a human body is violated in the worst possible ways uh, CJ experienced, uh, she was hunted. They were hunting parties and she would run and they would shoot at her. And she has scars where they dug the bullets out of the back of her legs. Um, she was buried alive on multiple occasions. Um, at one point she was sewn into an, a dead animal carcass to, and buried alive. Um, and there, there are just multiple stories like that, that, And, you know, you can imagine each one of those has its own unique sets of horrors. And so, you know, the amount of um, 
fear and the, the amount of grossness that goes on is just, it's undescribable. And um, I, I will tell you this as well. I am a great believer in the power of prayer, mm. as we all are. You know, I was remembering today, one of my favorite quotes growing up is, when we work, we work. But when we pray, God works. <laughs> and we we're we're going to gather and one of our primary draws on our heart is just for the kids the little ones that are even now being prepared in those places where they're being terrorized and tortured and cj also has stories of uh being in the midst of a ritual and all of a sudden something snatching her and putting her at home in her bed yeah and so there is there is supernatural intervention and um so god and I, I want to believe that's because people were praying, right? Yeah. yeah. So there, there are there wow. are men and women of God in the kingdom that are reaching out Ooh. and getting a hold of names and just yes. praying them home to a place of safety. Oh, that's why we got to pray so, in the spirit. That's so good. Absolutely. Thank yeah, you. That's absolutely. why we have to pray in the spirit because we can pull these kids out of these situations. We can stop it. So do you have anything that's on your heart in this season specifically, Rick, besides just you said the kids? Well, I think that um, that was on my heart. And I think for the prayer night, we haven't really talked yet with our team. But um, I really am sensing that uh, for us as individuals, it's it's a time of um, cleansing our hearts mm. before we go into our session. And I was remembering today, you know, there were times when Moses was up on the mountain and he'd come down and say, we're going to meet with God in a couple of days. Get yourself clean. Ooh. Get your heart right. Come on. So it's just uh, getting getting to that place where we stop. And before we even go into communion, it's stopping and saying, Lord, search my heart. Oh. What's what's there? You know, well, and, uh, you know, every time I search my heart, I find stuff. <laughs> Praise God. Yes, sir. Amen. Right. Jay, All right, John. Um, and wait, Scott's oh, got something. Go ahead, Scott. So, real quick. So Rick is opening. Uh, the event for us. I mean, I, we talked about this and Rick is just, just, you just heard Rick. He has such an amazing heart uh, for, for, for the Lord. And he just has such an amazing and passionate walk with CJ. He's very humble, but I just want to highlight a couple of things. This is um, really extreme work, typically in deliverance. And Rick didn't have any experience in deliverance. What he had was prayer. Mm. And that's, and so just walking with CJ for a lot of years and just relied on the most powerful tool God gives us, which is prayer. And if I can just highlight this, I think it's important tonight, especially that in our prayers tonight, we do keep CJ in our prayers. Mm -hmm. Rick, again, you're very humble, but we also know this is a very difficult night for CJ. Um, and because this is this sort of, I, when you get rooted in as I have learned and CJ provides incredible testimony, to this, that once they you get rooted into this darkness that these people do, and this is horrific levels of torture as a child, those wounds and those gateways, they try to reopen throughout your life, especially on these nights. Yeah. So we're going to be definitely intercessing for CJ. And, and I wish you just ask that tonight, as everyone prays, just please keep CJ in your prayer. She is part of our team and part of our family, but a very important part of our team. And as I've mm -hmm. come to really just love Rick and CJ so much as part of my extended family. There is just so much there that they have to bring, which is such amazing, compassionate and loving hearts. And if you meet that someone like, you meet a, a couple like CJ and Rick, they have been through so much together. And then you find that the number one thing that's on their hearts, which is where this all began was CJ calling and saying, 
We just need to do something for the children. And that's where this whole impetus of everything we're doing tonight begins. So Rick, thanks. I just, um, you've just got such a great heart where you walk and it's just such a pleasure. That's awesome. All right. Hey, John and Stacey, what's on your heart tonight? Uh, The children, the children have been on our heart all this whole year. Um, And I think that mostly because we have the grandchildren that are so in um, the juxtaposed position of in and out of it and the demonicness of it and having gone through um, watching um, all that, the deliverance things that's happening now and all the, and getting to really know that there's a demonic spiritual realm that you didn't know about before that it's been there always, but you go through ignorance and you go and the children get raised up in it. And now they're, um, they, they're, they're participating in it. Our grandchildren participate in it. We don't like it. So um, I can imagine that there's a whole new level this year. It feels like a, a, a like in your face moment now mm-hmm. that's, it just seems like it's a cut and dry thing. Now it's no longer, are we dabbling in and out? It's either, you understand it or you don't. And that's kind of the way it is now. That's And so I'm so thankful to be here and listening and being part of this, being part of prayer. We really wanted to get out to one of the events this time, but winter was coming fast here. So we had to spend a lot of time buttoning up and getting the farm ready and getting us ready. So well, we're going right to be over here. there on the East Coast. We need you praying over we there. We need you there. Yeah. Yes. So. But mostly, I can, all of what you guys had to say, you know, have such deep hearts for this. And I, um, it's so inspirational. Um, and it really drives us to be even more involved and more part of it and not just being on the periphery. Um, it, you, you have to do something. You have to be more involved, um, I think, and, with, um, and being part of this outside, inside group. I, I just, it's really an um, eye-opening experience for us. This year is pretty much that way. Yeah, I would, uh, to add to that, it seems to me there is such a quickening in the spirit. Mm -hmm. So um, literally the past year, it, it, it just seems so obvious to me that the Holy Spirit is, there is a move of unity of unity, mm-hmm. a necessity of unity, and like Devaney said, action, mm-hmm. and and a pointing out. Um, at, we've had an incredible realization mm-hmm. that the lexicon of Satan has taken over the dictionary. Mm-hmm. Everyone has forgotten the lexicon of God, which mm-hmm. we used to have in the school. Mm-hmm. So lexicon of God has been thrown out and everyone's picked up the lexicon of Satan. And they keep mm. changing words. Words change all the time. <laughs> they don't have the same meaning that they used to have. So there's just been such a, um, in my eyes, a, a, a pointing out. We have to, we have to point out the evil mm-hmm. and, and we have to act. And, we live and, and Michelle, Thing. It might have even been a year ago. Being righteous enough to raise the dead. It goes through my head every morning and every night. Mm-hmm. When I go to bed at night, I am praying to the Lord, forgive me of my sins, those that I know that I don't know. And then Scott Kesterson at Bard's 
Um, I don't know if it was a conversation I overheard or something he said during Bard's Fest, but it really weighed on me when he said, you know, I challenge everyone to seek your past mm -hmm. and to call out your past and every moment in your past that you can recall sinning and repent of it. Mm -hmm. And so I've been doing this deep cleanse mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. of sins in my life. Right. And so, and, and along with reading the word daily, the Holy Spirit is just, I, I'm telling you, it's in, it is been it's so obvious to me that this is the time we are to stand up and stop like everybody is saying and recognizing we've been sitting back letting it happen right we've been just letting it happen Go on the because now. i don't well we were deceived with the whole uh you know end times thing oh, and yes. so it makes yeah. you just kind of yeah yeah yep things are bad you're right they're going to get worse here it comes now we live it <laughs> Now we live victoriously, and, and now we just want to call it out. Let's get it done. You know, right. we get the farm going. We just, we just. Matter of fact, I had a, a bunch of guys come over tonight, and you know, it's it's thirty degrees out, and it's raining, and I needed help, and they came over, and they did thought they said, of course, well, I'll be right there at five o'clock, mm -hmm. and sure enough, they're right here at five o'clock. So we were able to give them. A dozen eggs. We were able to give them uh, a ham. You know, all some some farm, homegrown that we yeah. that the Lord blessed us with. Mm -hmm. That we were able to then bless them. You know, neighbors helping neighbors, and and these are the times we're in. And I think just Halloween. We just can't let this another one slip away without calling out the obvious. Mm -hmm. And and yes, I grew up celebrating Halloween and I've repented for it and I've repented that I brought my kids up in it. Mm -hmm. um, even, you know, it, I've got a, we've got a, a funny testimony about our daughter, Jessica, our oldest daughter. And for at least five or six Halloweens in a row, she would just get sick right before going out to trick or treat. She would just get sick. It would just be like a, it's something inside her just was rejecting Hell, the whole thing. Like six times in a row. Yeah. Vomiting. I mean, no, couldn't put on her costume. Couldn't put on her costume. Was, didn't want to really. Didn't. Yeah. Now it, we're thinking, oh, my gosh. The we, Lord was yeah. saying, don't put on that costume. Right? You don't go trick or treating. <laughs> and you were like, come on. The other kids are waiting. But, but you know, you have to think about these realms now. You really do have to think about the Lord and, tell, and, and the inspirational part inside, the Holy Spirit talking to you, talking to children. Maybe there was a purpose behind it. You just don't know, you know, and especially what's happening with the real demonic things that are happening with the sacrifices of the children now that we're very well aware mm. of with CJ and the, her, her testimony and all mm. that that goes on. Um, it is... Uh, it, People don't know about it. And if people don't know about it, they can ignore it. And then, and they're also not trained in it anymore. There's nobody go, has, um, half of my daughter's children, uh, friends don't know God at all. Don't know Jesus, never been introduced to him ever in their whole life. What, well, what do you mean? It's not about, you know, um, Christmas and, and, and presents or the Easter bunny. Uh, you know, they really don't know God at all. Yeah, and, and so, how did that happen?
Yeah. Stacey, I want to interrupt you real quick because I just got, um, Scott sent me a message that CJ right now is suffering from dizziness and blackouts and she's mm -hmm. asking for prayer. So I think that this would be yes. a good time for us to jump right into prayer. Scott Kesterson, do you want to lead us out? Sure. I'd be glad to. So <clears throat> Father, I just want to thank you for the assembly. And as we come together tonight, just in a, a celebration of life, but also a recognition of the, the magnitude of darkness that we face in the next couple of days. So Father, we just begin with asking for a hedge of protection around all of us and all of those that seek your will to literally stand in the gap at this moment in time and to truly lift up our arms and lift up our hands and turn our hearts to the to heaven and say, Lord, we're here, send us, send me. Father, we, we are in a point right now when we are at a, 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 dis, a deflection point, an inflection point where we have to make a decision of truly whom we serve. And these are times when these traditions and things that we've become accustomed to have to be cast out. So we, we speak boldly to break the chains and the bonds that hold people to the ideas of tradition that without any understanding of origin. And we ask that the hearts and turn towards the word and dig deep within the word to be repentant in these times and equally humble before the throne to remind ourselves truly that our purpose here is not of death, but our purpose here is the spirit of life. And that all things on these days ahead and these next two days represent the spirit of death. So let us step away. Let us stand boldly now with you. Let us breathe life into this night ahead. Let us bring light into this night. Father, we ask for a special prayer tonight for CJ, who has suffered through the darkest of dark and is now an overcomer to stand now to remind us of those pits of hell that actually live here within the bowels of earth. And it is one who has risen up to give light and glory to, the, to heaven and to bring others into the light. We ask for prayers for her to overcome this night and these coming nights as the enemy will, see, will weigh siege upon her, as it will weigh siege upon many who have suffered the consequences of the hand of evil. And Father, with that, we stand boldly in the face of evil. We cast it out and we speak, we speak these words in the name of Jesus. You have no authority anymore. For we are the children of the Most High. We have arrived now to stand boldly on the wall. We will speak out into the world, and we will speak with the authorities given to us by heaven. For we declare these nights and these nights ahead to be nights of life, to be thanksgiving, and to be truly to glorify heaven and on earth, and no longer will the darkness be taken from us. For we proclaim the 31st to be a day of thanksgiving and a return of heaven to reclaim this time in the name of our Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus, amen. I'm going to jump in here. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for my sister, CJ. I thank you that she is an overcomer, that she is an example. That, there we go. That she's an example um, for what you do, the work that you do, the mighty work that you do. And she she's showing, she is able to showcase the vileness and the darkness of the devil and face it head on without fear and say, this is what my God can do. He can take something that is so deplorable that we can't even fathom it with our own minds and turn it into something that is so beautiful. And that's what she embodies. So right now in the name of Jesus, I cast off every spirit that is tormenting my sister. We rip them away. Anything that's pulling on her hair right now in the name of Jesus, we just stop that. We cut, we're cutting hands off right now. These demons, we're throwing you to the lake of fire. You cannot pull her hair. That's what I'm seeing right now in the name of Jesus. You must let go right now. Thank you, Father God, that we have been given all power and authority, that there is nothing that is not, that is too big for you to overcome overcome father God and you have given us you have said go therefore and make disciples of all nations 
that you have made us kings and priests, that we reign and we are seated with you in heavenly places. And so from that heavenly place right now, I look down and I say to these demonic hordes to release CJ right now in the name of Jesus. She is a child of the king. She is a princess. She is a warrior mate, shield maiden for the most high. And so I thank you, Father God, that she is covered by the blood. We cover you with the blood, CJ, right now in the name of Jesus. You are covered by the blood of Christ. No demon can touch you or attack you or torment you in the name of Jesus because that blood is as pure as the driven snow. So, Lord God, I just lift up um, this the, the next several days because this isn't just tonight. It's not just tomorrow night, but on um, Wednesday night, we are launch, launching Bard's Nation. We are pulling out from all of these satanic realms we don't need the devil's playground we never did and so i want to speak to the church right now rise up god says to grow a backbone to stand up to go on the offense against the devil to take him head on and to be righteous enough to raise the dead when you go into this you must be covered with the armor of god and that breastplate of righteousness it's not enough to have a shield of faith you've got to have that breastplate of righteousness you've got to be tight so father god i thank you that you are raising up an army that is putting on that breastplate of righteousness. They're really good with that helmet of salvation, and they even have the belt of truth. The, the patriots have that in spades. They've even got the gospel of peace. They've got their shield of faith. But that breastplate of righteousness, Father God, we cannot dabble with the devil any longer. We can't dance with the devil on this night. I pray that you wake up everybody out there that's sleeping under a delusion. They are asleep right now, and I pray that they wake up in the name of Jesus. We cast down this spirit of slumber that has been on the church that has kept them asleep and 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 uh, um, kept in a delusion from what the devil is doing. Wake up and recognize that the apple is rotten and it is full of poison. So, Father God, I just thank you that uh, you are covering all of these events and everyone that's going to participate in person, everyone that's going to come in person, and those that will be watching online or maybe holding their own events in their homes. I pray that you protect them, and I thank you that we come at this with a place of victory, a war that's already been won. We just have to walk it out. So I thank you for everybody on this call right now. I thank you for my brothers and sisters in this fight. I thank you that they are protected as we take on the devil, Lord God. I pray that you protect us, that you keep us from getting touched by the people that we're about to touch in the name of Jesus. Father God, I just thank you so much for everybody on this call. I should, I just plead the blood of Jesus over everybody who's listening, everybody on this call, everybody who's going to be at these events. I just bind and gag Satan from trying to speak to them. We That's break right. every chain, Father God, and I ask you that you bring in the lost into our places of worship, that we're yes. going to be worshiping and need deliverance. I ask you that you bring people off the streets. I ask you that you bring kids in their costumes into our wow, churches on, and that the and the teenagers who are looking for that touch of the supernatural that they won't turn to Dungeons and Dragons that they'll come to a Pastor Neil or a Pastor Brian's church or or, or out to Oregon that they, they will step into these churches into Pastor Devonese's church and they'll say I want to touch the supernatural and I thank you Father God that you are breaking the chains of the demonic and you're opening the eyes and Father God we just claim the lives of these children that's I rebuke right, the spirit of the demonic that's trying to attack our state in Ohio we are not going to allow abortion up to birth that's we are right. not going to allow the mutilation of children in our state. I plead the blood of Jesus over Ohio. We are going to stake our ground. I don't care what the polls look like. I don't care what people are saying. We are going to be a state that protects life, That's that right. loves kids. And I just, Father God, I rebuke this militoist, militoist, uh, um, 
message that waters down that every single person has the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness that we are endowed with our creator. I thank you, Father God, that every single child in this nation has a right to know that they are created, that they are created beings, that they are loved by God. And so, Father God, I just pray against the gender confusion. I pray against the the, the mind games the devil is, is playing on these kids and that you bring them into the kingdom. And right now, in the name of Jesus, that these demonic hordes that are speaking to these children, that no they lies. are one gender, that's they are right. another gender, or or to people who want to, who are saying, I think I need to kill this baby. Father God, that's a demonic spirit. We just break that off in Jesus' yes. name. And I thank you, Father God, that this is going to be a night where, where people are going to remember that we yelled freedom out, that we, yes. just, that, that we just declared that no the kingdoms bondage. of darkness are not going to reign in the United States of America. They're not going to reign the world over. You guys are watching in your nation and uh, your country. Begin to claim your country for Jesus Christ. We are taking back this night. And I thank you, Father God, for everybody on this call in Jesus' name. Father God, we say thank you. We thank you for this opportunity, Father God, to come together, God, to be on the wall, Father God, for your people, Lord. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for your trust. We thank you for the Holy Spirit, the power to be you in the earth, to be your hands, to be your feet. We thank you, Father God, even now, Father God, for every church that'll take a stand, Father God, and say that we got it wrong, we missed it. We didn't do, Lord, what pleased you, Father God, that our heart will be repentant, God, that we'll renounce, Father God, that we'll rebuke, Father God, and then we'll rejoice, Father God, that you're pleased with what we're doing, Lord. Lord, this isn't about us, Father God. This is about your kingdom, God. It's about empowering your people, Lord, to stand firm in the truth. Father God, I even thank you now for how the Holy Spirit is revealing truth to us now, truth like never before, Lord. Prepare the hearts of your people, your ecclesia, to hear the truth, to get on the wall, to be gatekeepers, Father. We say thank you even now for the authority that you have given us to govern. We govern, Father, as you lead us, as you guide us with your heart and your mind. We pray against the enemy on every side. We block him. We close every window. We seal every door, every crack, every crevice to the enemy. He gets no access here. We stand together as one united that you be glorified, that your kingdom will be what is most important to us, that we won't be so concerned about what people think and what people say, God. But Lord, all we'll care about is what pleases you, what honors our king. And we say yes to your will. We say yes to your way. We say yes to your revelation for every parent that sits, Father God, and feels guilt, Father God, over the decision to allow their child to participate in Halloween in the past. We thank you, God, that repentance clears us of that. We thank you, Father God, that now that we know better, we do better, Lord. And we say yes to the yes to the now. Yes to what you're releasing to us now. Yes, Father God, to revealing the truth to us so that we might come forth as pure gold. That we'll be like you in the earth, Father God. That we'll block the enemy that comes for our children. Come and take our children's mind. To cause people to believe that you make mistakes. God, you don't make any mistakes. You are God. You are sovereign. And we love you, Lord. And we honor you, Father God. And that which the enemy has taken, that which we have let go of and allowed the enemy to take, 
We now retrieve it in the name of Jesus. We now govern it in the name of Jesus. We take power and authority over all that is yours, Father, because you created us all for your glory. There's a plan and a purpose that you have for each and every one of us, God. And for anything that we have said or done, Father God, or participated in that did not please you, God, we repent of it now. And we rejoice now, Father God, for your forgiveness. We rejoice now, God, because we know better, God. We rejoice now, God, because we'll be able to tell others, God, from your heart, God, with your mind, Lord. We love you and we honor you, God. And I pray, Father God, even for CJ right now, Lord Jesus, that you'll send your angels of protection, God, the angels to give her peace, God. And behind them will stand facing in the opposite direction, your warring angels, God, standing to block every arrow and sending arrows of their own to destroy Amen. the enemy Amen. on every turn, Amen. Father God. Amen. For every single person, God, that has been abducted right now, Father yes. God. Yes. We wow. pray for release and escape, Father God. We pray, Father God, that truth be revealed, God, that maps be drawn, God. That arrows, Father God, go into the enemy's camp, God, and retrieve the children, God. Retrieve their minds, Father God. We block the enemy that comes, God, to tell them, God, that they're not good enough, God. Lord, we pray even now, God, for total restoration for the minds, God, the hearts, God, the spirit of those, Father God, that have experienced such horror, Father God, that you'll be their peace, God, that you'll hold them in your arms, God. And even in the midnight hour, God, when they don't know where to turn, that they'll mm-hmm. know that you're there, mm-hmm. Lord Jesus. Jesus. God, we say thank you for loving us as only you mm-hmm. can. We thank you for restoring us as only you can, God. Lord, we give you the glory. We give you the honor, God. And we give you the praise. Amen. Glory, 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 glory. Father God, I just lift up and I thank you, Lord Father, for all that you do, Lord God. And I pray, Lord Father, that you remove you remove the veils from the eyes, Lord God. Let the blind see, Lord Father, what your truth is, Lord God, in this night, Lord God, coming up, Lord Father, that that the veils are removed, and that they they have eyes to see and that they are they are, are realizing, Lord Father, that what they are dabbling in, Lord God. And, and the parents that send out the children, Lord Father, just give them a revelation, Lord Father. Give them a revelation, Lord God. It is not just a holiday, Lord God. It is it is evil. It is evil, Lord Father. We just pray, Lord Father, for your knowledge upon them, Lord God. I lift up CJ, Lord God. I join my sister's prayer and, and my brother's and sister's prayers, Lord Father, for her, Lord God, for your intervention right now, Lord God. Your angels around her, Lord Father. I do lift that up, Lord Father. Comfort her, comfort her, Lord Father. Thank you so much. Reveal yourself to her, Lord God, and and she has the power. She has the blood the power. of Jesus. She has the power. The blood of Jesus is all over her. Yes. The blood of Jesus is yes. all over her. She Praise has you, all Praise that you, she Jesus. needs inside right now, Father God. And we thank you so much for her. Yes. And we thank you for fight, her standing up. Fight, and I thank fight. thank you so yes. much for her ability to be able to stand in front of people and talk and tell her testimony. It's an unbelievable thing. And I ask that you give her more strength right now, Father God, so that she can just withstand the next few days, Father God, and that you comfort her in it and take away the memories, Father God, and let her focus on you, Father God. 
We thank you so much for the gathering right here, right now, Father God, and what they're about ready to do tomorrow night, Father God. I ask that the people come to their churches and come to their places of worship and that they they come with a repentant hearts, Father God, seeking you and looking for help or looking for guidance, Father God, that they come forward to Ohio, that they go to Neil's church, that they go um, they go to Yuba City, Father God, and they go see everybody there and get um, the comfort and the demonic healing that they might need, Father God, on especially days that are happening now, Father. We thank you for the idea of thanksgiving for this, Father God, instead of calling it anything else. I, I love that Leah has named it a thanksgiving um, instead, Father God, and that's we're going to do that from now on, Lord Jesus. All of the month of October will be my thanksgiving, and I thank you for it. I thank you for Devonese, Father God, and her guidance and her incredible wisdom and the way she can communicate it out, Father God. And I thank you for her purity, Father God. And I ask that you bless her, bless her mightily, Father God. Thank you so much for Rick and being here, Father God. Well, he wants to be with his wife, Father, and I want to just lift him up and give him extra special comfort also that he can comfort CJ, Father God. So I, I lift up Rick in his, um, uh, his spirit and his love for his wife and his and his uh, love for you, Lord, and I ask that you give him more, Father God, in this time, Father God. Thank you so much for everybody here, and, and I ask that you shore everybody up um, and give them strength for tomorrow night. Give them words of wisdom, words of knowledge, Father God, as they, as whoever walks in the door, they will know what is the need is. And I pray for everybody in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, we lift up the children. Mm -hmm. The children, Lord Father, protect them, Lord, protect them, Lord. Mm -hmm. Intervene, Lord Father. Intervene for CJ right now, Lord Father. And intervene for the children right now, Lord Father. Praise you, Abba Father. Praise you, Lord. Let us do what is pleasing to you, Lord Father. Show us. Show us. Praise you. Praise you. In Jesus' holy name. By the blood of the Lamb, Lord Father. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Father God, we just worship you tonight, Lord. We give you all the glory and all of the praise, Father. Lord Jesus, we declare that you are our Savior. We declare that you are our defender. We declare that you are everything. You are our everything, Lord. We just thank you, God. Thank you for protection. Thank you, God, that each one of us have warring angels, God, assigned to us, Father. I pray, Father, that you would protect this team, Lord Jesus. I pray, God, that you would help us as we stand for truth and righteousness, Father God. I pray that you would show each one of us our part, Lord God. I pray right now for CJ, Lord Jesus. I just pray, Father God, that you would touch her, Father. I bind the hands of the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ. <laughs> you are powerless against our sister. I declare that she is a blood-bought child of the Most High King, and you have no more authority over her, and you must lose her now in the name of Jesus Christ. I speak healing over her from the top of her head to the tip of her toes. Father, we apply the power of the stripes that you took on your back for her complete and total healing, God, that she would rise up even right this minute, that she would rise up and she she will say, I feel better. I'm, I'm, I'm good. The Lord has touched me and that she would be able to join in and father, just show her where she is to stand and what she is to do in the midst of this war, Lord God. 
Lord Jesus, I pray for the kids right now, God. I pray, Father, as they go about throughout the neighborhoods, Lord God, that you would send angels to protect them, God. I pray, Father, that any piece of candy that they would receive, that it, it would not harm them, Lord Jesus. I pray, God, that you, for God, I pray that you would keep them from going first, God. Somehow, Lord Jesus, keep them from going. But God, those who do, Father, I pray that you would protect them, Lord God. Protect them from the demonic entities that are roaming to and fro and looking for a place to call home, Lord Jesus. I pray, Father, that you would watch over them, Lord God. I pray, Father, that even now you would begin to speak to their parents' minds, Lord Jesus. Speak to their hearts, Lord God, and show them, open their eyes about what this day is all about. And Father, I pray that the praise of the saints would be louder than the hell that's being raised by the Satanists, Lord God. I pray that the praise of the saints would be louder than the hell that's being raised by the Satanists, Lord God. I pray, Father, that you would just help us, Lord God. Help us, Lord Jesus. You have a role for us to play. You've brought this team together for a reason. Father, let your perfect will be done. We're not asking for any more than that, God. We're not asking for any less either. We're saying, God, have your way and let your will be done, Lord Jesus. We give you the glory. You alone are glorious. You alone should be glorified. You alone should be praised. So we say, Father, we honor you. We praise you. We love you. We say, God, have your way. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Tomorrow night, this night, and every other night to come. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, Father. We praise you and give you all the glory. Glory, 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 glory in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Lord, we cast confusion over every plan and scheme of hell. Not only for tonight, tomorrow night, Lord, for future reference. God, we know that you are bigger, you are stronger, you are bolder. God, we ask right now for just a supernatural hedge of protection to be put around every state, every team that is represented here right now, Father. We ask for a blinding of the enemy right now in every aspect of Halloween celebration, Lord. We ask God right now, and we lift up CJ, God, we ask for a blinding of the enemy over her right now, Lord. We ask that she just be unseen, Lord. We we close every door, Lord. We guard every trigger. God, we ask for just a quickening of her spirit right now, Lord. Let her spirit woman stand and fight. We come against every lie right now, Lord. We know that she is washed in the blood. Lord, she is a blood-bought child of the one true king no longer gives in to the authorities of hell. So God, we lift her up to you right now, Lord. We lift Rick up to you right now, Lord. We pray supernatural strength and authority over him, Lord, to stand as the spiritual leader of that home and to stand in the gap for his wife when she is down. So God, we just give you glory, Lord. We give you praise. 
We ask God that every heart on this team, Lord, every heart of Bard's nation, of Resistance Nation, of GT, Lord, we ask that the hearts would be checked at the door, God. Check our hearts, Lord. Let us be pure in your eyes, Lord, to stand against these evil days. Lord, we honor you. We know that you will show up and show off like only you can. So, Father, we love you, we honor you, and we praise you in Jesus' name. Yeah, and God, we blind the eyes of the watchers right now, Father. Those that have been sent ahead from the demonic realm to spy in and see what we are up to and to report back so that spells and so that uh, assignments can be sent against us. And so right now, we blind the eyes of the watchers right now in the name of Jesus Christ, the demonic watchers. We blind them right now. We declare that you have no authority and that your assignment has failed now in the name of Jesus Christ. We bless you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are raising up watchmen and warriors and intercessors in this hour. I pray that there would be an opening of the, of the eyesight, Lord, to your body. Lord, we're asking that you bring reinforcements. We're asking that you bring those that know how to pray. And for those that don't, I pray that you would begin to teach them, Lord, how to be a man or woman of intercession. I pray that you would open our eyes to see the chariots of fire on the mountaintops, that we would begin to see the things in the spirit. I thank you, Lord, and I concur, Lord, with my sisters, Lord, as, as we would begin to take on that breastplate of righteousness, that there would be an endowment of righteousness, clean hands, pure hearts. I pray, Father, that you would begin to clothe us with the revelation of, of that we are sons, Lord, and give us the understanding and the revelation of the authority that you have given us, Lord, and that we may walk in the authority, that we may prophesy in the authority, that we may pray with the authority. And I pray, Lord, as we move into tomorrow night, that that authority would be released by the power of our words. I thank you, Lord, for this body. Lord, as you're beginning to knit bodies, knit hearts, Lord, that you are beginning to bring together the pieces, Lord, that are needed to fully express the authority that you've given to the body of Christ. Each one exercising their individual gifts and talents as you've uniquely blessed and anointed those upon this earth. I pray, Father, against jealousy. I pray, Father, against, Lord, all of the infighting within the body of Christ. Lord, that we would begin to walk in the unity between the Father and the Son. Lord, that, that we would understand, Lord, that there's a greater level of authority that you're wanting to release upon this earth. And I pray right now in this circle. Lord, and all those that are attached to this circle and the circles of circles, Lord, begin to move the authority that we carry and release to new dimensions. Lord, I pray that deliverance would move to new levels. Lord, that we would begin to just take off the distractions of spending hours fighting little demons and understand that there's a greater level of principalities, Lord, that we are to wage war against. I pray, Father, that you would begin to teach our not only hand to war, but Lord, that you would teach us, Lord, how to stand continually in the gap for our brothers and sisters. 
So, Lord, right now, Lord CJ, we just pray, Lord, not just a covering over her, but, Lord, all the CJs that are represented yes. in her struggle. So, Lord, we just speak right now that there's a greater level of deliverance coming to this body. Yes a greater level of freedom coming to this body. Okay. And CJ, if you come back and watch this, you will not have to wrestle with these demons anymore. Mm. And so I just pr I break off yes. the yoke and the slavery yes. and the reoccurring uh, nightmare that the enemy would try to replay in your mind. Yes, and Lord. we break the shackles yes. that you have tried to put on the body of Christ. And Lord, I thank you, Lord, that you would bring your refining fire that you would bring your fire upon this body, yes. Lord, in ways that we can walk in the power mm. and the authority. Lord, I'm mm. reminded, Lord, as Jesus, he came out of the wilderness full of the power yes. of the Spirit. So, Lord, teach us how to walk in the power of the Spirit. Lord, teach us, Lord, how to pray. Teach us, Lord, how to deny the flesh. Teach us, Lord, how to rebuke the adversary. Teach us how to use the sword and to wear the armor. Teach us, Lord, how to use the shield and to slay the word. And I pray, Father, right now that as we move into this season of offense, Lord, that we would move from passivity to an aggressive posture, an aggressive military posture of war. Lord, that we would no longer just be cheerleading on the sidelines, but Lord, we would go and plunder the enemy's camp. Hmm. And so I decree and declare that the enemy's camp will be plundered hmm. and we will take back the things you've stolen. And hmm. I demand not only restitution, yes. but I demand that there would be a place where you would realize that there is a moment in time where your days are numbered. And so I thank you, Lord, that even as we move into a strong level of offense tomorrow, that that there would be a knowing inside our spirit that we are taking ground. We are not going to wait. We are going to boldly advance the kingdom of God and the kingdom of God will advance and we will see that there will be a battle and the battle belongs to the Lord. And so, Lord, I thank you, Lord, for my brothers and sisters on this call and all of those who are under the sound of my voice, that there would be a spirit of revival that would be released, that they would know that there's someone greater, someone, not something someone greater in us than he who's in this world, that there is someone that needs to be released. And we thank you, Lord, that your name is Jesus. And we give you thanks in Jesus' name. And now, Lord, we uh, come together, and it was spoken earlier that uh, as a three-chord is bound together and becomes very strong, we recognize that you are uniting our hearts together across this nation. Yes, Lord. And Father, we pray that as you would unite our hearts, that there would be hundreds, there would be thousands, there would be hundreds of thousands whose hearts would be united together. Yes. And together we would be calling on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we come tonight and we just release the healing that from heaven that you have decreed for this nation, Lord God. Lord, as I was praying tonight, I was remembering uh, Jesus' words as he quoted Isaiah 61 out of Luke 4. The spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim that captives will be released, 
that the blind will see, that the dead, downtrodden will be freed from their oppressors, and that the time of the Lord's favor has come. Father, my prayer tonight is for those who are in captivity. God, in the Spirit, we reach into the places where there are children that are literally being held captive right now. And Father, I pray that you would shake those gates open. Even as Peter and Paul uh, prayed and the gates opened up in the book of Acts and they were set free. Father God, we pray right now for the children that are in those places of captivity. And as we would pray, Lord God, may these demonic forces that are holding them in captivity be shaken to the point where they are set free in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, we pray that there would be supernatural deliverance that would take place, that kids would be moved from the places of captivity to places of safety and freedom in Jesus' name. Lord, we ask that those that are experiencing the most horrific of fear right now, that a spirit of peace would be released upon them and that they would understand that they will be saved, that they are safe, that you are covering them and you are protecting them. Father, my heart is drawn tonight, too, to those who are wandering through this nation that have been wounded and abused. They've experienced the pain of the, and the oppression of the enemy. Father, may they come and find you to be the God who heals the broken heart. Oh, God, we pray for their hearts tonight. May those that are walking with the wounds of the enemy experience the healing touch of jesus christ father we ask that you would reach out and bring those that are broken your children that have been so badly wounded bring them into places of relationship with us so that we might heal brokenhearted so that we could experience that we could help pass on the healing that jesus has paid for on the cross God, we ask that you would bring the salvation, the complete healing, the complete transformation. And may, like, Jesus, like CJ has said, she has become more than a survivor. She is now an overcomer. And we pray for levels of healing for the people that have been so badly broken. Father, we cover these people. They are your children. And they've been decimated by this enemy. And God, we pray your healing. We release your healing. We decree, we declare your healing across this land in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. There's a word from the Lord right now, not just for those that are on this call, but for those that are listening, that are tuning in. Get ready to do ministry in a way that you've never done before. And this applies specifically to the people on this call, but God says, for anybody that has a heart to receive this word that's listening live, this is for you as well. Every gift that I have gifted you is about to be leveled up. There is a greater works because the time and the season is now. And we've been working and operating in specific ways and those are about to be supercharged. And we're going to be walking in into areas that we've never walked before. So we're gonna be given tools that we've never had before in times that we've never been before, in places that we never could have visioned before. So right now, Father God, I thank you for this anointing. I thank you for the greater works than we've ever imagined before. I thank you for in this season and in this time, these hands are healing hands, that we are righteous enough to raise the dead, that we are righteous enough to cast down rulers and principalities in entire states, Lord God. We do not take this on lightly, but we receive it. We receive it and we walk in it. God says right now, there are shoes that I am giving you that are protective shoes. Mm -hmm. 
There's a whole protection around you that has never been around you before. And right now, as you enter into these times, these are unprecedented times and seasons. And so I am giving you unprecedented tools and weapons. And I am downloading in you right now in the name of Jesus, John, Stacy, Leah, Michelle, Brian, Alicia, Scott, Devonise, Rick, CJ, Pastor Neil, Katie, everybody that's involved in what we are taking on tomorrow night. Get ready. Get ready. Because what you have been doing, what God has been stirring up in all of us for the past 20 years, God says, is about to explode. It's just what we have been doing has been a seed in comparison and it is about to explode. So I thank you, Father God, and we do not take this commission on lightly. We are humbly receiving these gifts and we ask you for protection for the areas that we're about to enter into. And we thank you. This is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Um, I just saw all of us reaching our hands out to each other and and giving our gifts to each other. Oh, come on. So like Devonese, your hand, you're just reaching out and and, and we're all just pulling from each other our gifts right now. And, um, and right now, if we would just lead, if you guys would just all just put your hands to the, towards, I know it, this like to the screen. And if you guys are watching right now and you like, you would like to receive the gifts, it says that God set uh, apostles of prophets, evangelists, teachers, preachers, uh, for the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry. And what you are looking at is a bunch of ministers who would like to equip you with what we have been given. So right now, as we lean our hands forward and, 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 um, and, and Pastor Neil, would you pray a prayer of, of just releasing these gifts that we have to the people who are watching? Yeah, in fact, um, I was just looking this up in Romans 1, 11. Paul said, for I long to see you that I may impart to you some <laughs> spiritual gift to strengthen you. That is that we may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith both yours and mine. So Father, I thank you, thank you for what the doctrine of laying on of hands, but Lord, as we can't lay on hands, Lord, I thank you by the faith that you've imparted into us, yes. Lord, that we can mutually exchange the gifts, Lord, as you, Lord, even your apostle Paul desired to impart some spiritual gift to strengthen you. And Scott, I just saw in the spirit that you're part of your ministry as the Lord has opened up the terrestrial waves and also through the internet, that there's going to be gifts that you're going to be releasing yes. into the frequencies and the waves and setting captives free. Uh, this is a season of great deliverance. And some of you have been moving in some deliverance, but as I was speaking with the resistance chicks a couple, a few days ago, that there's a higher level of authority mm. that the mm. Lord is raising standards mm. and going to begin to move deliverance ministers and platforms at higher levels. You're not going to have to look for it. It's going to be the power of God that's going to be bestowed upon you. And so I pray right now and activate the seed of faith and revival and freedom and deliverance to set captives free. And now I speak to those that are watching and listening, mm. that are in bondage, that are tormented in fear, 
that are completely uh, mesmerized with darkness and they don't know why, that you would begin to experience the gospel of Jesus Christ, to begin to open up the eyes that you realize the error of your ways and that you would turn from the way that you've been heading and know that God has beginning to show you that there is a day, there's a day that is numbered for your life. It's appointed once for a man to die and then the judgment. And the Lord, his desire right now is to set you free from darkness, that Satan has blinded you. And so I speak freedom to you, ma'am. I speak freedom to you, sir, that you would begin to be set free of the demonic realm that has held you hostage. I thank you that Jesus is the way out. And he's the way into the Father. So I thank you right now that there's a loosening of the grip of Satan upon your life. And to all of us, know this, that there is now something that the Lord is doing to move you to a dimension that's higher. You're not going to stay where you were today. You're moving somewhere greater tomorrow. You must stay lowly, but you must stay confident in the Spirit of God that's not just in you, but upon you for every good work. And so we just release that now in Jesus' name. In the word, it's just, it's, this is so important right now. And it's literally the screams of the children that go unheard. Every child that is walking tomorrow night in costume is being shadowed by something that's going to steal something from it. And as a parent, if you're out there and you're letting your child walk there, you're letting them walk literally with the devil. Mm. Those children that are in, that Rick spoke of, their screams can be heard. They're heard to the heart of the Father. So feel the sorrow so that you can amplify the love and let your love be greater than the sorrow that they scream. Mm. And let the love grow and your passion grow and let it be understood that you don't have to be expert in anything other than to be honest, to be true, to be transparent and vulnerable before the throne. And there, as you spill out your love, you enter into the greater works that God wants to give you. And there you begin to be given the things that you need. Trust in him and walk truly now in this hour to stand with him and make the choice of whom you serve. That's so good. I just want to open up one more time to anybody else who had one more word uh, before we sign off. Anybody else have one, one word? Nana Yaffa uh, left this comment on YouTube, um, or excuse me, on Rumble. Give your people a burden of prayer tomorrow, Lord, all day and all night. Prayers rising before you for the lost and for the children. Block and cancel every curse, hex, vex, and incantation made, Lord. Amen. Amen. One, one last thing. Uh, Father, I thank you that you gave us the power to Lord speak life or death, blessing or curses. Mm. And I speak blessings over all of you tonight that you would know the power and the richness of his glory upon your life. I, I thank you that any area of defeat that you ha that has weighed on you, that you will know that his grace is far greater than the weight of that defeat and that you would be free of the shame and the guilt as there's no condemnation mm. for those who are in Christ. And I thank you, Lord, that we have a wonderful, glorious countenance that carries our faith walk. 
that it truly is the abundant life. And so I bless all of you tonight with the wondrous glory of his spirit in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 So, Scott, do you mind if I go over some details real quick for everybody for tomorrow? Yeah, please. All right. So, guys, we have a ton of people watching online right now. If you're watching, um, you if you can at all, get in your car tomorrow and head to one of these three locations. I'm telling you, God has something there for you. So if you live within driving distance of Glad Tidings Church in California, all of this information is on resistancechicks.com. Just click on the banner of Night of Freedom in the upper right-hand corner. Um, church of The Church of Glad Tidings, which is where, um, well, Scott got, uh, got the Holy Ghost, um, but Brian and Alicia <laughs> come from and uh, Rick and CJ come from, they did that Isaiah 61 conference that so many of you stayed uh, glued to, like like the rest of us, okay? And so I want you guys, if you can get to there, get to there. They're going to be opening up, I think, at 7 o'clock, and they're going to be going till 3 a.m. And they actually have an outline. We're going to wing it with the Holy Ghost. Um, but they have an outline of what they're going to be doing. They're going to have a bonfire so you can bring things to burn to literally burn things that have had, you know, influences or curses in your life. So, so I want you guys to head out there. If you can, if you live anywhere within driving distance of Portland, Oregon, I want you to head to see, that's where you're going to see Scott Kesterson, Brian and Alicia, Rick and CJ and the Cantrell um, family. Scott literally pounced on them first. It was not fair, but they're going to be there. Um, and, and he's got the whole Cantrell clan headed there. These kids are so full of the power of God and anointed. They're going to be going all night until a sunrise service. And then they're going to have a breakfast. So that was also one-upping everybody. So now Leah and I are scrambling to make food for tomorrow night um, because they're going to have food as well. Even though Leah told me not to tell everybody that we're going to have food because we, we're going to have, we're going to have some food. Pastor Neil, we're bringing it um, tomorrow. For just, people. just come. We'll get food when we're there. Okay. You know what? I'm just saying we're, we're going to have food have for people. Eggs. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, if you need, so then in Ohio, now Ohio we, this all started because we're going to be praying for issue one. So a primary focus for at least a good portion of, of the beginning of the night is going to be. a good portion of the be, nation can make it to Ohio, by the way. That's so we're true. Like the There's the literally country. no excuse for anybody yeah. not to come to Ohio. We're going to be praying against this demonic um, issue one here in Ohio. So that's huge. So but if we you, also have a whole all kinds of prayer teams that are ready to do deliverance. And, and at wherever you, you go. Yeah. So many of you have been sending us emails since Bards Fest, since Isaiah 61. They're like, can you do deliverance on me? <laughs> yes, we can. Poor Brian and Alicia have been literally, we're all like, just send them to Brian They're and Alicia. They're booked out for like three They're, months. They are literally booked out. So um, guys, we want to be able to lay hands on you. It's, it's fine to do it on the call. It's fine to do it on a Zoom call, but there literally is nothing like the laying on of hands. So get someplace. Get someplace if you can. If you can't, the live streams are all going to be available on the launching of bardsfest.com, which will be available tomorrow night. Bardsfest.com. All three live streams will be there. So we will be live streaming to the Harvest Revival Center, um, probably YouTube page and Facebook page. We will be streaming to our Rumble page. Uh, the Oregon event will be streaming to the streaming to the Bards FM podcast official page. Glad Tidings will be streaming at gladtidings.com forward slash media. All of these links are available to you on resistancechicks.com. All of this information is there, but I want you guys, if you can at all, 
Come in person. God has something for you. If not, share the live stream. Share it with yeah. everybody that you know. I don't care which live stream you watch. I have zero preference. You don't have to watch ours. You can flip or you can switch and, and jump around. I don't care. We're going to be there. So we will be there at Neil's church. Lee and I are actually staying the night, but we will be there in the sanctuary to pray for anybody as long as there needs you need prayer. So we're going to dismiss anybody who wants to be dismissed. I know you guys have a life. to uh, The Cantrells did not get their invite. You're kidding. So if anybody wants to leave. Scott Kesterson. Uh, you guys are, are free uh, to go uh, to uh. be dismissed. Uh, but the Cantrells are just now coming on. And uh, for our viewers on I Rumble, texted them because I saw him on the Facebook. And I said, you're supposed to be on this call. We've got, we've got, uh, we've got lots of people watching now online. And so you guys stick around because the Cantrells are going to, are going to say what's on their heart. But Neil, Devonies, uh, Rick, I know you want to go be with uh, CJ. Thank you guys for popping on this call. We really appreciate it. No problem. Go ahead, Scott. You can't take heat and not have a chance to defend yourself. So go ahead. Well, we sure had a lot of good calls, Paul and, and Christine. I don't know how we missed this because we were talking Scott about. Scott told me. Talking. I said I'll get a hold of Paul, and he and Scott said no. I've got it. We talk all the time. We did. We talked about it last night. How'd that happen, Paul? We talked about we the call. No, we we talked about what? Did we talk about it last night? I don't remember talking about we it. We talked. Last we night. talked I for an hour and a half. That's true. Christine was, Christine was there for most of it. I, I don't think we remember hearing anything about it, but either way. Uh, You're I, here now. I, I let's, let's focus I on the positive. It. I caught you. I saw you come on Facebook <laughs> and I sent you the link. And so he's watching. Well, the funny thing is, funny thing is, is I happen to, I'm not on Facebook a lot and I happen to look at it. My wife's going to hold it. She does a better job. So, oh. and, uh, and then I was like, that's us on the Christine, floor. Like, are we supposed to be on that call? Yeah, yeah let's turn it sideways. Because it's super blurry. Yeah. Hang on, wait. Paul, I'm going to interrupt you real quick. Devonese has to go, but she says, before I go, can I share something? Yes, ma'am. Yes. Thank you. Do it. So I just hear in my spirit, there's some people on the line that are kind of wondering, what can I do? I can't get there. They're wondering, like, what can we do? Is this really going to impact anything? And I want to share with you a dream that I had. In this dream, I was in a control room and there were people in military gear and everyone was at a different station at a different computer in this room. And there was a person who was just kind of giving assignments to each and every person. The computer screens were blank. They didn't even look like they were on. Um, and they began to just give people different things to focus on. One person was responsible for prophetic worship. Ooh. Another person was responsible for intercession um so everyone had a task in the room and at one point he points to the person that's supposed to do the prophetic worship and tells them to go then he goes points to the next person who's supposed to be the intercessor to begin to just intercede with whatever holy spirit was releasing they began to travail mm. from the heart of god and once it ended once the intercession ended and the travail ended all the computer screens popped on and all these reports start coming out of the printer. And the printers began to say things like, this many um, child abductions were stopped. This many um, rapes didn't happen. This many um, pedophiles didn't move forward in what they were being drawn to do. And what Holy Spirit was saying is that the power of prayer in oneness the power of us coming together as one to intercede and to travail the heart of God 
will move things that we can't see with our eyes. Come on. And, and travail takes us behind the invisible realm of God, mm. allows us to hear his heart, allows us to bring things into fruition from the heavenly realm into the earthly realm so that we can block the enemy on every side. Oh. There was power in oneness. There was power. Yes. We sit together and decide that we're going to stand for our king. We're going to take our proper position, do whatever God has anointed us to do and do the work. But it's about the corporate one. My spiritual father says it all the time. It's about the corporate one man, us coming together, oh. unified as one power. Oh, come on. Whoa. Amen. And you bring it home for the win. Yes, yes, that was so good. Thank, Thank you. you for sharing that. I saw the computer printout. I was like, my spirit. Left. I'm like, I'm seeing the old kind of computer, like, you know, with the ones with the sides, yeah, the, the exactly. holes on the sides. Like, but that's Pastor what I'm seeing. Pastor Devonese, we got to get you on the show. Hannah's reaching out to you. I want you on. Yes, sir. Okay, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll see thanks, you Thanks, We'll see you tomorrow night. Awesome. All right, so we got the Cantrell crew in the house, minus uh, 10. <laughs> There's 12 of them. Well, I'm sorry, there's 13 of them. Actually, yeah, so minus 10. There's three people here right now. Uh, oh, one bun in the oven. That's 14. Is that public? Yeah. <laughs> I've, already, I've already put it out public. Oh, that's right, I forgot. Yeah, you have, have, you have, yeah. So it's minus 10, and then there's four no sitting here. Up. There's no backing out now. I like it. He's committed. Come hey, on. Well, we'll know on Wednesday. Oh, I Wednesday. Scott, Wednesday, the day after. Brian and Alicia, are you in the same room with Scott? No. No. Well, in the okay. same building, yeah. Oh, but you're at the, yeah. you're at Scott's house. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, are you staying overnight? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, we have a sleepover. I love this so much with Scott's parents. You saw the picture. No, no, I saw no, it, but but I think it's great. Like, I think that this is the way it should be. Adults having sleepovers. At, can, did you ask your parents if they could come over? Did you, Scott? We're, we're actually at the ranch. We went to his parents oh, for lunch. okay. They're at the ranch. Of course, okay. they're at the farm. We're out sleeping in the barn. <laughs> it's an anointed place out there. Hey, Michelle. What? Can you put up that image from the barn we took tonight? Well, I can, can do it like this. Okay. That's good. Come on. Oh, that's awesome. Farm church. Were you there, Cantrell's? Wow. I haven't been there yet. I haven't been there. No. no they're coming down. They're coming. Yeah, we're coming. We tomorrow, probably around five-ish, to get settled with our trailer and stuff, right? Is that what we're thinking? Oh, he's talking about at his place, right? Oh, is that your place? Yeah. Is that your bar? Oh, my gosh. That's There's gorgeous. Mama and, and Papa Kesterson right there. It's a little boring. Oh. You yes, will never know how old they are. But you, you have to guess because, you know, I met, Scott's... I met him out in Coos Bay, and they're awesome. It was a short high, but, yeah, you're right. Oh, you do. They're so excited to have you guys come down so I can be with you again. Super healthy. Come on. They're going to live yeah, for all this own food. I love seeing the oh, picture of you guys in the garden. All right, so uh, Cantrell's, we all kind of shared our hearts. Uh, I don't know how you're going to uh, match now what just happened. Yeah, you, now, you got you a lot guys, on your shoulders. Yeah, that was... a. Uh, that was a tough act to well, follow. It was other kind than... of ironic because we were actually just talking about travailing, right, Scott? Yeah, yeah, we were last night. Yesterday, yeah. we were talking about yeah. travail. I don't know if you know 
you know, if you've had it, he's like, oh yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that God like wrecks me in travail. That's one of the ways that um, I've encountered him numerous times to the point where it was Paul and I in the car the first time it ever happened. And I was actually in serious prayer for a friend that had cancer and she was, she was close to, you know, to, to death at that point. And I was just in serious prayer and it was just a season where God was doing crazy things. And this was years ago now. And I started surveilling in the car, um, like hardcore where he's like, people are going to think I'm killing you. Like what is happening? <laughs> We've had that happen. She was, she was screaming it at was, the top I mean, of her lungs in the car. Totally we had pulled, pulled over. We couldn't even go to the house. And it was so crazy that, like, people were driving by. I'm like, man, if anybody hears this, they're going to think I'm, like, murdering my but wife. But it's a birthing <laughs> in the spirit. It's a birthing. Yeah. It's something that God does, and he's yes. birthing things in that time. And when you go into that kind of intercession, there's a birthing that comes out of it that is so powerful and so fruitful that it's it's insane what he does when, when, we, can, when we go into that place because – the, the things that you're feeling in that time, I, I, it's like you know, you're just in a supernatural realm with him. And, and there's so much happening that it, it's, it's, it's whole birthing. Like I've literally seen small young children so do this. So that's where I was going to go next is three times I've seen it powerfully that way. And I even when she said in the unity of what that means, one of the craziest ones we first saw was at a kids camp and it was mostly kids that haven't even been introduced to um jesus in the gospel mm -hmm. and it was probably i would say 150 kids there Mom, and third through fifth grade third through fifth camp. grade and one night after worship um uh, was a there was a little bit of testimony but one night after worship uh Three, three kids started just breaking out, and before we knew it, there was 50, probably 30 or 50 to 50 kids in that age group crying out and um, travailing for their generation, all kinds of mm -hmm. things. And as we would, it was crazy. It was crazy. And it went on for three days, like to the point of like the leader of the camp, she didn't know what to do, like. Luckily, we had somebody there that was um, leading that was pretty familiar with it and explained what it was. And every time it's from then on, the, the day would go on. And then the minute we would get to worship, it would start again. And it well, was. Well, and I was literally down there with these girls, yeah. like a That's midwife. Powerful. Like a like I, they were travailing, and I was like a midwife bringing them water. And these kids and like, would come, and they would come the next crazy. morning, and they would share their testimony of what God did, and they would share how their dad was an alcoholic, or they got like mm -hmm. divorce, or this, or that yeah. happening in their life, or a spirit of suicide. I mean, it was literally wow. insane. These kids coming up and sharing these testimonies, and then again, every night without fail, they would get wrecked. And they would be there. I mean, we, we were supposed to go play games and do all this stuff after. No, they're wrecked in the glory. And I'm literally sitting there and I could tell, okay, you're almost there. You've almost like fully birthed this thing. You've almost fully released this thing. Yeah. And 
I'm giving them water and I'm just on the floor with them. That's, that's and powerful. I, I was like, it was like, I'm being a midwife right now in the spirit with them. It, oh, it was that's really amazing. Hey, Paul. Well, you, yeah. Hey, Paul, can you talk about when you were you and both Christine were talking last night just about the process of birth, which is so incredible. And you were talking about it almost just like a portal opening up. And Christine, you were talking about like the baptismal in water and blood. Can you guys talk about that? Yeah, I just. You know, birth is such an uh, uh, amazing and spiritual thing. Why are you laughing? <laughs> just, it's okay. It's good. Was, right. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just funny to hear, like, you know. No, it's My good because you've been there. Yes, it's good. So <laughs> two things happen. Like, just to come in lightly. The first thing happens after uh, I birth is, like, I look up and I say, thank God you made me a man. That's the first thing that happens. <laughs> but the second thing, even up to it, I always think of, like, how do I have room after all these beautiful children and how much I, I love them and how much that I would literally lay my life down for them. And like before each child, even though I know what happens before each kid, I always have this moment where I'm like, Lord, how do I have room in my heart to fully love another one? Look at all these blessings. And in that instant, when I catch this baby and I cut the cord and I look at it, um, I'm madly in love all over again, mm. and I couldn't live without him. It happens in an instant, like a second. And God continues to give me perspective each time of, you know, we, we say God loves unconditionally. We say that it's limitless, but still everything that we see has a beginning and the end. So um, it's really hard without even realizing it. We start building boundaries about what his love can do and how much of it can go around and all these things. And in that birth process, I get and it's when especially when it's fresh, there's really something so spiritual happen. Like my wife, I tell her all the all the time, like the gift that she is literally God uses her as a portal from heaven to earth. And there's something that happens in that process that is so spiritual and so beautiful and echoes his love and the limitlessness of it. Mm. Like it, it just the, the whole thing that happens. And um, it just it just amazes me in, in a second, like in a second, this happens. And literally, there's a part of me that opens up that I didn't even know was there for this 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 beautiful creation that literally you know just came and got breathed into and made that journey from heaven to earth it is it is an amazing experience and um it just gives me more revelation each time of of the gift of life the design of life and truly the spiritual thing that happens oh, when amazing. a life comes into this earth. Okay, Christine. Now from the from the birther's perspective. <laughs> you know, I I feel like birth is one of the most epic things that you can ever experience when you get to experience with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And you get to experience it in the way that it's intended to experience. I know that you know, some women just, it's like, it, it, it didn't, 
you know, work out where you have to have interventions and different things happen. And I totally understand that. I don't want to take away from that and that, that, that happens. Like I, I completely, I've seen women and they have tried and tried and tried. And it's just like that. It didn't work out in that birth. I've seen women have C-sections and then get to have a natural water birth and experience what happens. And you know, I was just, I was talking to Scott and I was saying that it's just one of the most divine experiences when you can connect with your body and you can connect with God in this way to birth and bring a life into this world. And with, with that, there's blood and there's water, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The birthing, there's blood and there's water. And, and the Lord like has downloaded things on me with different children when I have birthed them. And when you're in the spirit realm and you allow Holy Spirit to be your guide and be your all in all, and you lean in with Jesus to, you know, the, a natural birth, the endorphins and the things that you get is, is, is literally remarkable because you, it's like, because this is the thing we were talking about being, we were talking about children. We we're talking about children being like a sacrifice because you have to lay down your life to do it right. You have to yeah. lay down your life. You have to lay down your life for your children. Mm-hmm. You have to lay down your desires, your fleshly things that you would possibly want in a sense, right? To, 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 to have more children. And it's like that, like, what we are called to do as Christians to lay down our lives for Christ. And in that same sense, you know, when you're, when you're partnering with heaven, when you're partnering with God and you're, and you're um, able to fully be able to, to birth something, you have to be in the moment. You have to be in the present moment and you have to be fully focused on their King. You know, and, 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 and you have to be focused on breath and these things. And, and, and there's a, there's like visuals. There's these things that you can do as you're birthing. Right. But God is actually calling us to be so present in the spiritual realm all the time. He's calling us to be that in tuned with the Holy spirit, with our inner man, with, with what he's Because we cry, Abba, Father, because his spirit is living inside of us. And as that spirit of truth completely reveals itself, it's in that place that you're fully present. And you're able to fully partner with heaven and partner with the kingdom, right? Like you're partnering with the presence of God. And so there's just this epic place that, if you don't, you know, and, and it's a, it's like, don't lose your peace, you know, don't lose your peace. You know, I, I remember a time when I was birthing Gideon and I was having a fabulous birth overall. It, it was, you know, a lot, but I, it was going fast and my husband made a statement and, and I was like, oh, this is it. Like I hopped out of the water and I was in transition and I was going all these different places, trying to figure out what to do. But transition is the hardest part. They call it transition. It is the hardest part. It's right before you birth. Okay, so there's so much prophetic in that. Right before you birth something, 
right? Right before something, right when you're on the threshold of what God wants to do, when you're birthing that new thing, it's the hardest part. It's the most pushback. And so I'm jumping around from place to place and I'm like, okay, it's about to happen. Mm. And my husband's like, oh no, honey, I don't think so. Like you got some more time because he's used to, you know, maybe it being longer. Because what? I remember fretting. I remember feeling like, oh no, like I have more time. Like, and I, and, and this, I lost my peace for a moment. And I remember sitting on the ball going, okay, no, like I felt everything shift and I knew what was happening. And I said, get back to your place of peace. Yeah. And that's what God's calling yeah. us as we are moving and shifting and transitioning into these new seasons where warfare comes and hard things come and, we come into these places where we're up against that threshold and that transitional place where we're about to get the fullness of deliverance. Mm-hmm. Where we're about, right? Like we're walking into this next place in this next season because we're all birthing things. No matter what, we are birthers. Mm-hmm. Whether you're men or you're women, you're birthing something in the spiritual realm or physical yes, realm. You're birthing. And so I remember I hopped back in the water and I said, he's coming, go get the midwife. And he's like, what, you know, and here I'm starting to birth him without a midwife. And I, you know, like, and so it was just, it was epic. And the, and that was number eight, you know? And so the more I had, the more I became in tune with my body, with, with, with the spirit and was able to, to fully flow in a place of peace. And, so it's anyway, it's pretty, and, epic. you know, no, no, Christine, hold on, Christine, remember last night I got a word when, when we were talking, I said, God just said it's the ministry of the womb. You just spoke it. Oh, that's so good. It's the ministry yes. of the womb. That's fantastic. And, and, and what, and when I've, we've totally teamed up with each one. And honestly, um, in that moment, the, that's usually my space to say, babe, don't lose your peace, babe, to encourage her. I remember a few times she actually had me hold my hand in a specific position, like to the point I thought my arm was going to fall off. And it was just something solid for her to press up against, right? And I felt like sharing this is important because in the midst of all that, I just really felt that my just me being there and not moving and totally supporting her was the connection that she needed to fully rely and remember that uh, the peace and where we're getting it is not is not moving it's not movable that's really good and i think even in her process as me working together and as a team and the more that we did it the more that we started working together as a team and so much so that when the midwives would come in usually they're just like oh these guys i'll just stay out of the way you know because we literally say it was go time and we would just get in that zone together and i I want to say that because And I, what I want to say this is because we can't do it alone. Yeah. Whatever we're doing, this is the power of family and community and true uh, relationship on a spiritual level. Yeah. And that takes, it takes being vulnerable. It takes practice. It takes trust. It takes all these things and whatever we're birthing. It, if it is by yourself, I question if the timing is right, and that's truly what he's called you to do because in every situation, we're called to do it in community and relationship. You can't do it on your own. 
That's so good. Hey, can't uh, do it on I actually love where this switched to because we, we did this great big travailing and prayer for kids who are suffering. But we need to know that not all kids are suffering. And the point is to release kids from the suffering to actually a place of freedom. Um, and Brian and Alicia, maybe you could talk about that. You from know, the only other person in the room who has actually given birth. I would like to hear and, from Alicia. Yeah, so, and, and raising kids that, you know, maybe speak about to the people who are like, oh my gosh, is all this darkness for all these kids? Is there hope for kids? Say that last part one more time. Everybody is saying, well, we just prayed for a lot of kids who are going through a lot of darkness. But huh. how do we transition that to like visioning what it looks like to have healthy kids? Yeah, well, you know, the word is pretty clear, raise them up in the way of the Lord. And when they're old, they will not depart from it, you know, but I know for Brian and I, we lived both lives. We both lived in the world and had kids while we lived in the world. And then we, you know, Jesus found us and then we had kids afterwards, you know, and really the struggles are the same because the world is the world, you know, but the difference is that the, our kids who grew up in the church they know where their foundation is. All, all of our kids know where their foundation is because they've learned that, you know, from watching the changes in us. They all know where their foundation is. Their foundation is found in Christ. Their true identity is found in Christ. And if we can speak that into them, if we can help them understand that their identity is not found in the world or what they see in the world, their true identity is only found in Jesus Christ that will be a game changer mm. for our kids in, in, in the rest of their lives. It will be a game changer. Come on. Brian, you got anything? Yeah, Paul, you know, we only have the starter kit. We just have nine, hers, mine, ours, theirs, and somebody else's. But, <laughs> you know, Chris, I'll tell you what, you make childbirth sound so good. I, I might even sign up. <laughs> I love the heart that you guys have for that. It is amazing. You know, uh, Alicia had a, a friend of hers that has, uh, what is she up to 10 now? No, nine. She has She's nine. up to nine of her own biological kids. Such a competition going on right now. Yeah, it is. And, you know, it. I You're don't. Gaining on us. It, <laughs> what's that? He said gaining on us. <laughs> I don't know that, that birthing them or raising them really in in so many aspects is too much different we mm -hmm. never had step kids we never had stepsisters stepbrothers the heart of the father i think is huge in that concept and showing kids that they are loved no matter where they came from mm -hmm. is 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 a very powerful thing when you're raising especially blended families and i i kudos you too i think it's amazing i can't wait to see what comes out next <laughs> <laughs> we should start a little uh, bards nation resistance nation like uh bet uh, tournament circle or something to see the odds and we get out of a running total you know oh and see if he, if they're going to be twins or not who knows right all has a son as well you and did oh, did i no, Christine's yeah. been cutting in and out, but we've been able to hear her. Okay. Paul oh, has yeah. a son, so they're technically at eleven kids, and now they've got they do have twelve total, because yeah. twelve is in the twelve's oven. in the oven. Yep, yep, yep. Awesome. Or or thirteen. Or thirteen. <laughs> a baker's Why not? <laughs> you know, I I just no, it's such a good word about the father. And and just about the kids, you know, I think. 
you know, if we're not careful when we look around, we, we, we start to take a defensive position with their children. Hmm. And God showed me and gave me revelation even this uh, on the way to uh, Kentucky. And then what he said to me, you've been praying defensive prayers for this generation. Please, Lord, save them. Hmm. Um, but the problem with that, a defensive position, there's only one direction to go. And God led me to the scripture we've all heard, and I've heard it spoken over to me about great is a full quiver in the hands of a mighty warrior. Amen. And I know we've heard that a lot, but unfortunately, I think a lot of us, as far as our perspective on children in the church has been a holding, and then when they turn 18, we try to bring it out and shoot them. And I did a word study on actually what quiver meant, and quiver actually was tied to, in the Hebrew there, that word, to the movement of pulling an arrow out and putting it to the bow. Wow. And God showed me, he said, so what, if, if that's the case with the defensive position, he said, what are arrows used for? And I said, well, yeah, they're, they're an offensive. He said, yes, they're an offensive weapon. Hmm. Good. So he really realized, here I thought that, you know, we've had a big heart to show our kids were so affected by seeing other kids operate in the gifts and be weapons. And I thought, you know, at first that that was it and modeling family. But what I started realizing, and you touched on that, girls, is um, it's giving hope and changing people's prayer language. And like I told Scott, and he says it a lot, is we're starting to pray from victory instead of for it instead of saying please god save these children we say please light them on fire so that they can be the offensive weapon in this generation Amen. and that's a very different prayer right good paul and so when you said we need hope for this generation i believe that and when we see and that's what i think happened one of the biggest things that happens with um when they see people see our children operate is it changes their perspective of even how they look at kids and there it is for it changes your prayer language of where you're praying from when you when you pray for the children in this generation. Because I believe they're under such attack, just like when Pharaoh took the firstborn, right? Because he was scared that they were going to be strong. He knew they were strong and they were he was scared that they were gonna overtake them. I believe that what's on this generation now is a similar spirit, and the enemy knows what's coming his way, and I believe this generation carries the DNA to truly bring in the harvest that we all know is coming. Mm, that's so good. What were you going to say? So, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Alicia was going to jump in, but when you're done. Finish, Paul. Finish your thought. Oh, no, no. That was that was pretty much it, just that, you know— uh, we need to end bringing it back to travail as adults for this generation because we know what they're all facing, right? Here in Oregon, California, even all in the public school system, it's ridiculous. Man, if we're not careful, we start to pray powerless prayers of defensive, please save them, instead of truly praying for victory, from victory, um, mm. for kids to be lit on fire and to take territory, not just try to defend it. That can fix me, man. I'll tell you. Take that. territory. That don't so just good. defend Alicia, it. what were you going to say earlier? I was going to say that, you know, we, we have the opportunity to come in contact with a lot of kids that are not our own. 
And those kids are just as heavy on our hearts as Mm -hmm. are the ones that we've raised. And so one of the things that Brian and I have recognized is that through the counseling that we do through school at our church, um, those kids really, if you just love on them, it changes who they are and not just them, but we have a son who's 21 and he has a friend that we have a lot of contact with. We get to see him a lot and we do the same thing. We just hug him and just say, how's it going, pal, you know, and just invest a little time and a little love. And and he asks my son on a regular basis, why do your parents love me like that? Stop. And is so powerful. He's asked him multiple times, why do your parents love me like that? And, you know, of course, our son is like, dude, they just love everybody like that. You're not special. That's what he tells me. But <laughs> no, because you're super special, friend. friend. You are super yeah, special, exactly. friend. And we tell him, you know, we love you. You're amazing. You're wonderful. And we do that for all of the kids that we come in contact with. And that changes them when you show them the heart of our heavenly father that changes them. So it, it's really, it's really a beautiful thing. And we're created to do it. That's what- Well, you know, and I was going to say to you guys, like, I feel like, you know, this generation doesn't want fake. They don't want like want this plastic. Christianity yeah. that you're going to like put a little sugar on and, you know, like religion. They don't want that. And what I see with you guys is you are so real. You're so like, you are going to be real. You are going to tell them your life. You're going to tell them like it is like, there's no sugar coating. Like this is who we are and we are going to show you truth and we're going to show you real. They want authentic. You know, and they know, they know when you're BSing, you know, yeah. it's like, yeah. no yeah. thanks. You know, I, I don't want anything to do with that. And yeah. I want to see vulnerability and I want to see your brokenness, not you up there just getting it all together and, and you're great. And that's what I love about what you guys carry is you carry vulnerability so well yep. and you carry a mother and father's heart that is, that is, you can it's encountering not just young people because you guys i believe have that that you're encountering people your age or older and you are actually being able to just penetrate through and give them the love and the nurture they didn't get and give them the real deal holy field this is jesus you know this isn't i'm not messing around like this is who he is and so i just see that over you guys I love what you carry. I love what you guys do in your ministry. It's absolutely amazing. Thank you, guys. Thank you. That's so good. I'll confirm everything that she just so, said about the Derek Cubs. So I think, I, I know you guys have your Bluetooth in. You could, if you, sometimes Zoom works without them. And I would like to see some of these kids because we're we're going to end here. I, I don't know if we need to end here, but we are going to end with prayer and you guys get a chance to pray. So are any of these children with you right now? Or did you make them up? Are these fake kids? Um does anybody want to come on? Does anybody like want to come on and pray or say hi? You can turn your Bluetooth off or whatever, and, and you should be okay. Not, there might not be any feedback. Uh, yeah, yeah. I can go check to see. Yeah. Do you, have I, I think Do you really you're... have some kids? I don't know. Are there, are there going to be <laughs> dinos on this dinos <laughs> tour? Are there going to be we're some kids on this old, kid tour? We're at our, we're at our house. We're, our old we're house. actually in a house right now. Our old, uh, yeah, our house that we gave up. With yeah. walls. No, his parents are here. Okay. Go grab 
feeling like Gabriel, maybe. We'll see who's You can't just pick one. No, like bring the children in and and bring them all in. I want want to see all these children. It's like a golf golf club would be good for this shot right now. (laughs) Yeah, can somebody get the nine iron? I think Wait, that goes to the epic talk comment. I'm in a sand trap right now. <laughs> I'm gonna need Judah on this one. Judah, uh, Judah. Oh, Judah's been sick. Actually, right. we'll bring uh, him no, here. I, I want the nine iron, please. Not, uh, not, not the wedge, please. Bring that one out. He's, that he's going to get them. He's going to get them. <laughs> oh, look, Gabriel was right here. They're coming in. There we are. Come on, Isaiah. Come on, Gabe. I have Come them all memorized. There we are. Myself. Can they hear us? You might have turned your Bluetooth off. Can- Who's that? Who's this one? Isaiah. Oh, she got it. Michelle knows. I can Michelle going over that text message and pictures. Literally. Can, can you hear us, hey. Isaiah? Does your mom need to turn the Bluetooth off? No, I hear you. I okay, turned good. it off. Okay. okay. Yeah. Hey, Isaiah. I, are you the one feeling sick today? No, that's no. Judah. Aww. Okay. So you guys excited for tomorrow? You, yeah. You prayed up? You yeah, ready to um, bring it? Yes. I'm ready to bring the fire. <laughs> <laughs> bring the fire. So Isaiah was there so often at Bards Fest when I turned around. Raise and your hand in, like your chat, right in the there. chat if you had one of these kids praying over you or for you. There's so many I'm people. raising my hand. They were there every time I turned around. There's so much fire in the chat here on Rumble. We got a lively prayer group here happening. Is that Silas? <laughs> Adonia? Ah, there we go. There we go. Where are you guys? Okay, we got Gideon. There's Judah for half a second. Judah, come in. Michelle, I, I told you what I did. Really I took the text message and I was extra looking at credit, pictures. Extra credit. Memorizing Wait. like flashcards. Where are you? Where are you? We're, we're in our studio. We're, you're at home and you're at, you're at home-ish. We're <laughs> in Ohio. Home-ish. It's home-ish. home-ish. <laughs> How you feeling, Judah? I hear you're not feeling good, buddy. I'm feeling better. Well, better. that's good. Okay, good. Are you ready to pray for people tomorrow? Yeah. Here, guys, come over here. Come over here. What about you, Silas? Silas, how are you doing? Are you prayed up? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna ask real quick. Oh, can't forget that. Oh, Zion, Zion, You can walk. I see that she's walking. She wasn't walking once. She was kind of barely walking. Who's starting that? Wait, Silas. Wait. Wait. We're gonna ask. Turn that light off. So this is what we're going to say. Dear Jesus. Dear Jesus. Thank you that you love us. Thank you that I love you. Thank you that you speak to us. Thank you that you speak to us. We ask right now. We ask right now. That you would speak to us. That you would speak to us. So that we can speak to others. So we can speak to others. So that they would know. That they would know. Of your love. Of your love. And of your power. And of your power. Amen. If that doesn't heal a whole nation. Oh, we got another one. There's Gabriel. Popped in there. Where's Elijah? Uh, he's upstairs. So let's take a second. Speaking. Nice. Speaking. Okay. Okay. Here. 
Speak in tongues. Go ahead. We're about to pray. Yeah. Okay. What, does have does anybody have anything? Sorry? Yeah, pizza. pizza. I have I pray that she will just touch us tomorrow and we will know what to say. And we will all we are gonna just um we're gonna deliver and heal people. We are gonna just take um we are, you're gonna take every bad spirit and people who's um and people we're just gonna cast it out. Yeah. Lord, you're gonna cast it out in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Glory. Yep, do you wanna pray now? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, Judah, do you have something? Have or can, you, can you move one? I have something. Oh, okay. Wait, Over here, now I have something. Okay, okay go ahead and pray. God, I just pray that um that we would break down our idols that that we would that that, that no that people wouldn't do Halloween anymore. That they would know God. That they wouldn't be alone. That they would seek God in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Woo. I have something. Amen. All right, come over here, Isaiah. Yeah, okay. Isaiah, come over come here, on. son. Come on. Hello. They specifically asked for you. I'm down here. All right, well, stand up. Stand up. Oh, am I? Go all the way up here. Oh, okay. Okay, Isaiah, go ahead. I know. I just got that you guys are going to be casting out demons out of people. Because we're going to be loving on people. When people hear your name, they're going to see a legend. Mm. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I'll receive. <laughs> You're legends. 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 All right, now we're now, baby. Turn that right up. Turn that right up. All right. Dave, do, do you have something? Yeah. Uh, God, I just pray for this uh, for tomorrow, God. Thank you that you're going to uh, just fill it up with the Holy Spirit, God. Thank you that it's going to be revival fire tomorrow, God. Thank you that we're going to uh, turn the cursed day into a blessed day, God. Come on, Thank you yes. that we're going to just heal it, God. That people are going to remember uh, that Halloween is not going to be a symbol of uh, death and uh, destruction. But um, a symbol of uh, rebirth and new remembrance. So, God, I just pray that you'll turn what was bad into good, God. And thank you that you're going to just heal up anything that needs to heal. In just name, amen. 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 That was the Holy Ghost word, my man. Yeah. you got anything, buddy? I pray that God will just... Um, a light. Um, light tomorrow. Light tomorrow on with Holy Spirit fire. And I pray that God will just. Oh I'm not. Don't give any mercy to Satan. And I pray that God will just just light that night on fire. And I pray that God will just um um turn Halloween into not Halloween anymore. And I pray that God will just. Set me tomorrow on fire with the Holy Spirit. To his name. Amen. Yes. Amen. No mercy to the fire. devil. No mercy to the devil. No mercy. No mercy. <laughs> that Come one. On. That one was. That one was for you, Uncle Scott. <laughs> no mercy. No mercy. I got it. Thank you, Paul. Yes. Three, two, 
Judah. Right, right. Trust me, there'll be no mercy for demons tomorrow. And we pray complete healing over Judah. If one of you can get your big brother Elijah, we are we are we there's Zion. We'd like to see him. Jesus. Do you, you guys see her uh, practicing her flagging for tomorrow? I yeah, did, Bob. Movie. It was amazing. Beautiful. <laughs> She's like, Bob, Bob, Bob. All right, Paul and, and Christine, if you want to pray, and if somebody you want to go get your big brother, we can have him. Somebody go, get, go get Elijah. Yeah. Go get Elijah. You tell him, Auntie Michelle tell, said. Tell him to put pause on the movie. Okay. Whatever he's doing. Right, 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 right. Yeah, right. <laughs> he's like, okay, we're This it. is literally, guys, I'm going to tell y'all something. <laughs> I'm about to go Scott Kesterson. Maybe this is where he got it from. Right there, what y'all just witnessed is what the devil didn't want y'all to do, which is why a lot of y'all got your tubes tied and had vasectomies. Oh. And it, that right there that you just witnessed Jesus. was the Bam. was an example Okay, showing everybody in the entire world why the devil keeps attacking people and telling them to shut off and cut off the seed. What if Judah wasn't here tonight to say no mercy to the devil? And what if Zion wasn't here tonight so to just light, light okay, it up? So let me jump in here real quick because we've had a lot of conversations about this. And Paul, so you all know, I've said it, we're going down, we're doing this reversal. You all know my testimony. And there's, and what's amazing is that the one of the, that's going to be on the 28th of November down in Tucson. All right. And it's an amazing place. And what I want people to know is that, is that this family is said they are coming down to Tucson to be with me and to bless me with these children to bring in what Paul called my Thanksgiving. And let me tell you, I'd say I get choked up on it even then. Um, so I am, I'm humbled. These are, these are my family right here. And I, I, I don't have words for the beauty of this family. And, um, these children, um, just so you know, the reason I'm called uncle Scott, because it was a prophetic statement. And it's just something very deep and I want people to hear it. God's making a spiritual family right now. And he's bringing together the families we should have had. And what the Cantrells represent is a family that's complete because they never stood in the way of God. Mm. And the problem we have, and this is, this is something that we just, it's going to be so hard for people to step into this arena and accept it. And this is where the message that will be told, and we're going to be doing a whole documentary on this, is it's a message that is going to be a message that's going to be hard for people to hear. We're not making it as a punishment. We're not going to put guilt and shame on it. It's going to be told through a beautiful lens that's framed by this beautiful family. But the part is, it's about life. Mm. And when I, when you meet the Cantrells and you see what they've done and what they do and how they always say yes and walk into the space of yes to the Lord. And Paul and I, why Paul even had me hang around a year ago, I don't know. And I'm very honest about this because I was pretty much a jerk. All right. But Paul has been, uh, has become a brother and, and Christina's sister. And these, these, his, these children have been part of my life now in such an amazing way. And I'm blessed. And it's, we are starting a revolution and I'm going to be straight. This is about life and men, 
are on the docket and you are on the table, you're going to be called out. I'm going to walk the path because I don't, one thing about me is I don't do things and then I don't say something and not do it. I cannot stand that. That's duplicity. So if I make a commitment before God, I'll make a commitment and we make it out in real life. So what we're in the process of doing right now is something truly amazing. And it's an amazing thing that's has at its root, this family. They are a blessed family in this time. And I'm just honored to know them. And Paul, Christine, all of you. Thank you. That's awesome. That's so good, Scott Yay. Cassidy. So we brought in Elijah. I couldn't go, go without seeing you. You have a nice little haircut there. You yeah, look nice handsome. Haircut. Yeah, You're looking good, bro. You're looking good. Do you like being back at your house? Yeah. 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 It's weird, but Everything yeah. didn't change in our house. <laughs> so we brought you in because we wanted to hear if you had any words from God and if you wanted to pray for tomorrow or for anything else. My man. Elijah. Oh, yeah, I can pray for Yeah. You okay. want to take a sec? Big brother. Look at okay, him. go I ahead. Know. Lord, we ask you to bring us peace tomorrow mm. or, and give us energy tomorrow. Or, oh God, it's going to be a long night that we are going to feel pushback in our spirits from these witches and these people on the ground. Mm. But Lord, will you fill us with your blood mm. and you drench us, drench us with it? Mm. Would you put your fire over us? Mm. May you put a ring of fire like you did in the Garden of Eden? Come on. Keep your precious things safe so things can't come wow. and attack them. So, Lord, put a fire over us mm. so we're safe. Mm. Keep your precious tree and fruit safe, Lord. Mm. Wow. And may we be hidden from the rest of these witches and these demonic things. And let none of them get to us. May we be like an invisible man walking around them, teasing them as they're wondering, where are they? Oh, come on. And then they, all they see is a blazing fire over us. So, Lord, I pray that you will bring, you will bring your fire. You will bring them. You bring your water to, because mm. sometimes people need water on their hearts, and some people need fire on their hearts. Some people have been drowned, and some people have been burned alive. Wow. Wow. But God, you bring both. Come on. So we pray for you to heal both parts of the heart. Come on. Amen. Good, man. Amen. Good. That was so good. Elijah, that was a really intense word from God that you that just got really there. Word, um, yeah. Young man. And uh, I know every time you open your mouth, you surprise me. That was a word the Lord gave me was that there would be an intense amount of pushback up through the 31st. And that on the 1st, it would be like a birth. And this theme tonight we have is of a birth. Wow. A, friend, a friend of mine got the one, 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 and she texted me. She goes, have you been seeing this? I kept I keep seeing one, one, one. I didn't, I did not even dawn on me. Uh, my, I get in my van today. It says a little tri trip thing says one, one, one. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I get back in. It's like one, one, one. I'm like, Lord's like, remember that one, one, one. So my friend texts me this and then it dawns on me. And she's like, I didn't even think about it. I had no idea. She goes, do you think it could anything to have anything to do with November 1st? And I was like, uh, yeah. 
And so that was a, a word that the Lord gave me is that there would be intense pushback all through um, uh, and uh, through the, the 31st. And then at uh, on the 1st, it would break. And then Christine, your mom, and, and Paul were all talking about the water breaking and the bursting coming forth. And she was talking about this travailing. And it started with Pastor Devonese giving a word about travailing. And so we're travailing in the spirit. And then, Christine, you're saying travailing is birthing. And so this whole word tonight is everybody, we are going to birth something. Ryan and Alicia, what are you getting from that? What are we birthing? Wow. I think we're going to birth a boldness that people mm. haven't seen before, right? I got goosebumps on my back. Stand up for what is right, a boldness to speak the truth, not in, mm. in judgment, Martin. but in love. A boldness to speak the truth in love. And that is going to break deception off of people's hearts and off of people's minds. And then they're going to want to go out and do the same thing. Come on. Yes, so ma'am. Let's That's go. so good. Come on. Oh, I'm so ready. Y'all get Danny, there. Any of your kids have anything else? Um, you guys? Any of you guys have anything else? Kids? Yes, I do. I love you guys. I think <laughs> that is no, we love that. I want to hear that. Love Thank you. you. Isaiah. <laughs> I love you too, buddy. I'm having a very like pain in my legs. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Okay. Um, are you yeah. sure none of your children are like cat ex ex expendable? Ex exportable. Yeah. Just have a couple come sit with us. <laughs> Two at a time. You have so stinking many. Two at a time. They can come stay with us. Just saying. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Paul and Christine didn't actually pray. Paul and Christine, you want to pray? Uh, you know, I'm just going to say this because I feel like I'm supposed to, I just sent it to you and Michelle, uh, Leah and Michelle, um, but one eleven or eleven eleven, right? Awakening, a wake up call, fresh spiritual awakening into more supernatural favor and provision to take possession of promises, transition and alignment revival. God is bringing life to dead things and places god is breathing encounter over you to wake you up into spiritual clarity fresh connected relationship with him and awakened sense of identity in god and your exciting external purpose isaiah 11 11 in that day the lord will reach out his hand a second time to reclaim the surviving remnant of his people. Come on. God is with his remnant. John yeah. 11, 11, After he had said this, he went on to tell them, our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I'm going there to wake him up. Resurrection life. God of the impossible awakening. Deuteronomy mm. 11, 11, But the land you are crossing the Jordan to take possession of is the land of the mountains and valleys. Drink from Drinks rain from heaven. Mm. That drinks mm. rain from heaven. New authority, ownership, coming into promise, tasting promise, supernatural favor, and provision where God leads. Mm. 11 can be transition. There's just so much in here. And so, God, we just thank you for what you're doing. I just hear, wake up, wake up, wake up. It's a wake-up call, God. Mm. It's a wake-up call to your kids to wake up 
and to see what God is doing. You know, I just had a dream recently yet last night and I feel like it was it was that kind of dream where it was like wake up this is happening things are going down but God is with us in the fire God's with us in the heart God's with us in this time in the world but we have to be awake we have to be ready dressed and ready for battle and so God I thank you that you're getting your kids dressed and ready for battle your sons and your daughters that will not be asleep that will not want comfort that will not want easy and simple and just to ride along that wave of fast 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 no god that we will be in the fire with you that we will be sitting in that place not afraid to wait not afraid to know that you're with us in it but you're calling us to a heavenly perspective And so we thank you, Jesus, for that. We thank you for your glory tomorrow night, for what you want to do. And just even with my kids praying, it was a theme of fire. Yeah, come on. And so the fire of God, and I just love what you were saying, Leah, of birthing. And so God is doing something supernatural in this. And there's three different ones going on. And so I just believe that's the Trinity. Like that's what God's doing in his perfection, the perfection of the Holy Spirit, the perfection of God in us. And so God, we thank you for what you're doing. And she, we thank you for your love. Yeah. Just as she Come was on. saying, the love of God to That's encounter it. your kids, that we speak truth in love. That's it. And so we thank you, God, for the one and for your love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lord, I just thank you for the yes. Mm. Everybody on this call, I thank you for the courage. And boldness of saying yes is contagious. It's contagious. And I thank you for that, Lord. I thank you. There you're still quiet voice. I just thank you that you're preparing our hearts even until tomorrow. I just pray that we could be so walking in the spirit. So walking in the spirit that we could hear your voice in every situation and simply be obedient. I just pray that the noise would be canceled so that we are tuned in to nothing but the signal. I thank you for the obedience that is represented on this call. And I thank you that for the fire that's showing up tomorrow and in the midst of everything and amazing things we're going to see, Lord, I just pray that all of us in that process would never forget that it's the still quiet voice. And that if we lose a piece or if we see some peace lost, God, I thank you that the power of community, just as Christine was talking birth, was to remind us in those spots and in those situations that your spirit, your voice, your love never changes. Mm -hmm. So I just prayed for that continuity of family, community, brothers and sisters in Christ tomorrow. And thank you that even as we walk as family that it's just as important as the mission and the deliverance and the healing. And that's what I love about this call and the people on this call, Lord. I know that we can do way more and take way more, uh, take way more authority with us and take way more land and ground when we do it truly in the love 
and the sacrifice the true unity declares of us and so i thank you for that i thank you for the hearts and minds that are being prepared right now yeah, for tomorrow i thank you for the uh, just the the sweet spirit of everybody these great people that i've met and learned to love so quickly because just as you did we, you left the 99 for the one and we know that it's about the one so i thank you that you have all the ones already pre-picked predestined mm. for the love and the divine touch of a father amen. in your precious name amen. amen amen you know i just yes, keep amen. thinking like because this whole call and i know that this is really serious and, and we had a, a really um important talk with pastor brian here no i'm not supposed to call him pastor brian but brian i can't help it um this week and um i'm not gonna call him like father brian that's like weird um, Friar. He have to wear a little white thing. Yeah, you would. Um, you want to call him Friar? Friar. <laughs> no, Friar I mean, you have to get a bald head and a little short haircut and drink some mead. He. What are you? It's he's literally has a short haircut. No, the bald head. Oh, that's Friar right. The bald tuck, in the middle. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and and it is really really serious. And so I want to I want to clarify something. I can, my cheeks hurt from smiling this whole time on this call, not just from the, the Cantrell kids, but from the moment I got on the call, because you, what you come guys on. witnessed tonight are some of the most important people in my life. Um, and some of them have come very, very recently. And I, in the love that I have for them, I can't hide it on my face, even though it's, we're going to enter into something that's really, really serious. And there's a the lot joy of laughter, the Lord is your strength. Joy. Thank you. Come on, the joy, Lord, your strength. You come know, on. a broken heart. That. Uh, yep, it dries up the bones, it. but a uh, cheerful heart is good, like a medicine. medicine. And so when we're going up with the devil, we have to go in with joy. Amen. We have to go in with victory. We have to go in um, with the power. And how do you bring a healing balm to those who are hurting? Right. You know? Well, and what it is, is an act of faith, of excitement, what we believe is already done. Come on. Amen. That's so exciting. Right? Thank you. Thank you. That's really good. Oh, Paul. I got it right here. My 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 Lord Jesus had about the Bible open to eleven eleven. I look over here. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He has also become my salvation. Therefore, with joy shall we draw water out of the wells of salvation. And in that day, you shall say, praise the Lord, call upon his name, declare his doing is among the people, make mention that his name is exalted. Sing unto the Lord, for he has done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Cry out and shout, you inhabitants of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel in the midst of thee. Woo! Amen. So Scott Kesterson, yes. I think this is the least you've ever talked on a... <laughs> well done, my good and faithful servant. Do you have any final thoughts for everybody? Yeah, I probably. Always, that's always something to ask me. I always, Paul said today, I've got the gift of gab, so I guess I do. You do. Um, <laughs> no, this was a Holy Spirit gift that came on you. <laughs> it was um, manifestation of the Holy Ghost. It's right there. It's all coming. It's coming right out. I no, think that the, think the thing that we're looking at here. All the way through, Paul said it. It's the saying of yes. I think the one thing that I would say is in the wrapping up of as we head into doing deliverance and we do ministries, we do have to remember that God's got something greater in this world, which always centers on love. And what? it's easy to forget that. And I think when we look at the Cantrells, I see Paul who delivered, brings deliverance. I, I go to a thing I shared with Christine last night. 
And when we were at Bard's Fest, um, Michelle and I were working on a dude, a guy was had a murder spirit and it was intense. It was a very, very intense moment. And there's not that many people when you're in those moments that you can trust. Michelle and I were there and I looked over to my right and Christine was there praying and she saw me and, and just made an eye contact with me and I gave her a head nod and she immediately texted Paul. There's a there's an amazing thing that we witnessed there in that moment was, as I said to Christine, she was the mother that night for everybody that was there. And what the Cantrells remind us of is you can do the intense work and you can do the, the, the hard grind of demons and casting out, but at the center of everything, there's just an overabundance of love. And if there's anything this last week that I've been through in this process that I've given testimony to of feeling the sorrow of our father and walking through some of the sorrow in my own heart and literally unleashing things of like rejection spirits and things like that, the ultimate piece is that we have to come back to love. So whatever we're doing, you know, there's love is seen as this sort of malleable and sometimes soft and pliable, and it isn't. It is the most vicious, most deadly sword that God ever has to wield. And Come it is on. one that cuts through evil. It slices evil and cuts it to the core and casts it into the lake of fire. Whoa. Love. Because evil can't stand love. So don't be soft about love. Be bold. Don't be hesitant about bold about love. Step in and say yes. And yeah. literally walk in love and do so boldly and do so proudly as a child of the most high walking in kingdom, understanding that God is pouring down upon us. And as we do, we stand mighty in the gap as the children that he intended to be on this earth, the ones that the earth groans to await for the sons and daughters of the most high to step in and truly in this hour to love. And if we remember wow. that and that strength, we, we, we love one another. We don't hesitate when God says, I need you to do something. We don't hesitate when he directs us. We don't hesitate with the gifts. We don't get wrapped around our own ministries, which are fine. But at the end of the day, it's about him and it's about love. Amen. That's it. That's so good. I want to read from Patriot Gallery. Um, anyone? Mom. Oh, mom. Yeah, so mom. Anyone coming with intention to harm switches and is set free by the power of God Amen. and realizes God loves them and it is his truth. Truth, power, grace to set them free. Uh, uh, Laura Lee says, holy fire, living waters, amen. We got a lot of hallelujahs. Uh, Isaiah 41.10 says, can't wait because I have felt that pushback all month and, and I have felt that the past like week or so, so I, I feel it with you. Uh, Spyrod says, if only Leah and Michelle were animated and excited. Um uh, Kat Marie says, I love you back, Cantrell family. Uh, Laura C Lee says, goosebumps, wow. Uh, Mom says, uh, vision from the spirit. What is done in the spirit will be seen in the in the natural. That's good, Mom. Um, Come on. So, uh, and uh, Pastor Devaney says, we are birthing new life, new creations, new hope, new beginnings. Amen. Speak Jesus, speak love. Uh, and then uh, let's read this, Isaiah 41.10. Pastor Devonese leaves it in the chat, so we must read it. She didn't actually quote it, so she's making me look it up, which is great because I got a Bible right here. It's fantastic. All right, she says, uh, 10, uh, Fear you not, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. Yes, I will hold you with the right hand of my righteousness. Behold, all they that were incensed against you will be ashamed and confounded. They shall be as nothing, and they that strive with you shall 
perish, that you will seek them and you will not find them. Even them that contended with you, they that war against you shall be as nothing and a thing of naught. Sorry, wow. I was, and, and uh, that was, sorry, the. That was a little pastory. That was the, uh, it's the King James, and she wanted it in the Passion Translation. I didn't. <laughs> Not so probably a little different. Not the same. All right, you guys. <laughs> um, we all have to go. Yes, and, that's too. And we're going to be like, preparing and readying ourselves. I think most of us will be fasting tomorrow. We're an army dressed for battle. We're an army dressed for battle. We're an army dressed for battle. Take the land. Take the land. My favorite line in that is we eat giants, giants for, for our, our bread. bread. We cut off the, the giants. Cut off giants. And we eat giants, giants for our bread. For our bread. That's <laughs> scripture for those of you that think that's weird. I didn't write it. God did. Our kids were seeing that this morning. Oh, yeah. I, I have personally yeah, I requested like... that for our thing tomorrow night. Not that it's competition. Are you but... familiar with that song, Brian and Alicia? No. Oh, we are sent. The Cantrells are going to be right singing now. it for you. Okay, Leah's well, going to yeah, send it to you. It's like the best sure. song on the planet. Okay, we are not singers. Um, not Scott, singing. am I free to dismiss the class? <laughs> yes, Michelle, you are. Okay, Great. all right. Michelle. I'm gonna right. end this. I love you guys. Hold on. Bye. Hold on. Thank you so much. One last much. thing. Go ahead, One last Scott. thing. This could not have happened without Michelle tonight doing all the tech. So thank you very no, much. Oh, was nothing. She's such Bye. a great techer. Thank you, Leah. She did such yeah. a good job. She labors intensely. Why does your breath smell like fruit? Uh, that would be my fruit flavored water. So we're gonna. We're worse things. You're an army dress. Um, thank you, Mr. Kesterson. I received that compliment. Brad Cummings yeah, tells thanks, us that Michelle. we must receive compliments well. Yes, good. That's good. <laughs> Speaking Receive. of Brad Cummings, Brad, we love you. You're the man. I wish you were coming here um, or coming to one of these events. Brad's the man. And speaking of all of this and giving credit where credit is due, I would say that a lot of this wouldn't be happening without Brad Cummings bringing scott Kesterson yeah so if you would like a at. founder's bible go to thefounder'sbible.com. use promo code resistance chicks save, save 20 percent. and if you live near milford ohio i still have several cases in my room so <laughs> if you would like one in person you can still get that discount maybe we'll off. take some tomorrow we will be bringing them. We've actually sold and given away several, so it's it's the whole Cantrell well. family got them. Well, the children did. Yes, we thank yes. you. And We're now just you about can leave them at your thank home, you. where you're at right now. What's that? You can leave them there in Oregon and take one yes. way down in the road. Tucson. Yes. No. Yes. Oh yeah, I guess they're in the travel trailer. All right. Yes, anyway, love you guys. Okay, we I love have you to guys. Get back to all my small children. Scott okay, Bryce, would children. you like to say the good night that everybody is used to? Love you. What's that? I'm talking to Scott. He says this right. certain thing. Oh, all right, all right, patrons. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place for just such a time as, as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Amen. It's not just a conspiracy theory. And out for now. 
And it's and not just a conspiracy theory if it's actually the truth. That's <laughs> our ending. So we're all not as cool. Ours and is out certainly out. not as cool as Mr. Kessler. Bye, Brian. We, we love you. It. Bye, Alicia. Okay. All right. Good night, hey everybody. We will Big see hugs. you tomorrow night live on air um, and or in person. Guys, this is what it's all about. Get ready because everything is about to change.